0: the war and beast podcast the podcast that i now lead after challenging greg for control after finding a stockpile of red bull and getting a power surge <laughs> i'm john
1: i'm joe i'm jordan and i'm kendall
0: so um today we have a guest uh joe who's a friend of greg's which is funny because greg's dead now and he's not on the cast anymore so i don't
2: really yeah i mean we saw Joe on though, because we thought that'd be cool. He blew up that mountain of Vinodron and now he's dead and will never be back. <laughs> nope, just like Vinatron.
3: Yeah. Pterosaur yep. blasted him off a mountain and now he will never return.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Joe, why don't you um tell us a bit about yourself and your history with Beast
4: Wars?
3: Alright. Well, with you know, I'm I'm the uh, I, I was on the Teenagers with Attitude bonus episodes. Uh, that's the only podcast I've been on so far. So if anyone knows me, it'd be from that. I re- I uh, help run the Atlanta Ghostbusters, and uh, up until now, every episode of anything uh-huh. I've been guesting on had some kind of twist where I could just uh, you know relate everything to Ghostbusters. I'm <laughs> not going to do that tonight. And then uh, <laughs> my history with Beast Wars. Actually, I could do it in a small way. My history with Beast Wars is that it was on, I think, on like UPN or something, like in the morning um, when I was getting ready for school. And uh, I think it was in high school at the time. And uh, and I would watch that, and it was uh, the same block that would, uh, at different times, have like Starship Troopers, uh, uh, Roughneck Chronicles, and Stream Ghostbusters, and a few other things that I would just watch uh, in the morning and try to catch it before I had to go to school. Yeah and I haven't watched it since then. So <laughs> my my brother had a couple of toys. He I think he had Sheedor and uh and Rat Trap uh but he had the the the, the later on uh, version of Rat Trap with the wheels.
2: Transmetal. Was oh, was that
3: yeah. Transmetals? Yeah, I wasn't yeah, sure. yes. it, was, it was I forgot how many <laughs> stages they went did, through.
0: Did he have the wheels and Transmetals or did it wasn't that the yeah. Beast Machines? No, he Hell, had the wheels no. in Transmetals. Yeah. Okay, I, know, I know Beast Machine had the wheels because I I wasn't sure about transmetals. By the way, there's people moving
2: stuff outside my apartment.
0: Can you guys hear that?
2: I, I thought I heard something, but it was. Oh, very I'm well so
0: sorry. I, don't know, I I can't like get to the, to the window right now to close it. God damn it! <laughs> you're,
1: you're you're it's it's not. It, I'm sure it's fine.
0: Okay,
1: I, could, I can't really I can't hear it, and I'm I'm all that matters, as we've established. <laughs> Sure, we'll just go if you recording. That'll work. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah that that actually makes sense. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> now you were just being narcissistic. Yeah, yeah which yeah, you know. <clears throat> actually everybody sounds um, really good on my end. So yeah, it would would make sense. Um, cool, cool. So so Joe, um, since you are apparently a, a Ghostbusters expert, um, did uh, did did having an all female team of Ghostbusters ruin your childhood? No.
3: <laughs> that was that was not bad at all. It was uh, that that movie was kind of like a, uh, a a big more of an homage to the animated series I felt than the uh, than the original. Oh really? Uh, film, yeah, which is the way yeah. to go. Like you it's don't want cool to look, to look at relative. it. Oh, it's it's very goofy. Like there's um. It, did Did any of you guys see it?
1: Yeah, yeah. New one. Yeah, I, yeah. I did
3: get I didn't get a
0: chance. I wanted to, but my theater only has a movie for one weekend and then it's gone. So if I don't have the time to. <laughs> it's screwed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's okay. I, I saw it three times, so I've evened it out. Though I didn't actually pay for a ticket any of the three times, so I don't know how
1: that works. Yeah, well, you know, somebody paid for it.
3: Yeah, that's true. I, I have my steel box on reserve, so it'll it'll be fine.
1: Yeah, um, I uh, I I really I really like I really liked it. I I uh, I thought, um, you know, I don't usually go in on the like special effects i don't usually get crazy about special effects but i thought the special effects like really looked good they really sort of blended the yeah i guess the cartoony aspects i never even i never even saw the cartoon uh but uh but i
2: watched so much of the cartoon when it was on
1: i mean i probably i probably watched it when it was on but it's not like one that i you know have revisited or that i remember um,
3: it holds. Uh, it doesn't. Not all of it holds up, but it holds mm-hmm. up surprisingly well. Okay. And like, and this is, and I'm able to look at things critically, even though I know I have some rose-colored glasses. Like I can look back at Ghostbusters 2 and be like, I still love that movie, mm-hmm. but oh wow, there were some problems with that movie, huh? Mm-hmm. I like Ghostbusters <laughs> too myself. I,
0: I mean, like Vico is awesome, and like that one guy who's his little minion dude. He's hilarious. Like, Janosch, I, mean, I love that shit. Yeah, I know. And Poa. also. When they use the NES Advantage to control Touch Liberty, it's pretty great, too.
4: <laughs>
3: I bought an NES Advantage because of, because of that movie. Yeah, I, could I, that. I didn't have it as a kid. I bought it, like, this year. Nice.
4: <laughs>
3: hey, I, I have this whole project where I'm going to try to uh, wire up a retro, um, like, CRT monitor and an old uh, oscilloscope that I have pillaged. I work in IT, and I get... Uh, I manage to talk my way into free stuff a lot more than I ever expect to. So this is like a $700 piece of medical equipment, but it's broken, and so they, and too expensive to fix, so I got it. Uh, and I'm going to replace the screen in there so you can play the old NES games on the screen uh, through emulation. Yeah. Yeah, but then I fell down a rabbit hole as soon as I bought that damn uh NES advantage like all of a sudden I'm importing like Japanese exclusive games and stuff. I'm like, "No.
4: <laughs> stop.
1: I don't have money." No, I know I know what you mean. I've been getting into into uh retro gaming a little bit and not on that level, but like it's to the, like I go, you know, I've got these gaming these these old these uh, used game stores, you know, there's like five of them in the area and it's like I go there and I'm like, you know I really don't I'm really like way behind on actually playing any of these games but yeah okay I'll buy whatever I find some Sega game that I'll probably play once
3: there was a there was a dude at the um, at the there's a play and trade that was not too far from uh-huh. from uh, my old job and I went in there and the guy was trying to sell me on when I because I just bought my retro on 5. Mm. And he was just like, oh, hey, man, the Super Nintendo version of the uh, of the Lost World game, I think it was, was is really good. You should play it. And I'm, like, trying to play it. I'm like, no, this game is the worst. <laughs> but he was, like, super into it, so I was trying to be polite about it. <laughs> but uh, I had a Genesis as a kid, so, like, a lot of my – like, I've played a lot of the SNES, SNES classics, like, at friends' houses and things. Mm-hmm.
2: But Yeah, me too, uh, actually. Like, I missed out on a lot of SNES stuff. Because uh, I got a Genesis with, like, Altered Beast and Air Razor and a bunch of other things. Golden Axe. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was a Genesis kid as well. I my, I remember getting the Genesis, and we had Sonic 2 and Aladdin, and it was pretty great. And we got more games as it went on, but those were, like, our first games. And those so did, you, some did you do the... Uh... Games.
3: Was it was that around the time that they had? A, I still remember this. They had like a if you bought a Genesis, you could send away for a free game. The one that came with it was the Genesis that came with Sonic Two, so the second iteration. And I tried to get the Jurassic Park game, and they they were all out of it. So I was like, okay, I'll get the Aladdin game instead. If that's the case,
0: I wouldn't know because my dad just came home with it. But yeah, so
3: <laughs> yeah, probably not. But that those that's a good pick. Like the Aladdin game for Genesis was really good. Yeah, it's super
1: awesome. The
2: animation, the yeah.
1: music. I yeah, had come
2: nothing, time.
1: so so that's why I'm I had making a, up
3: for it.
2: Now. I had a game gear.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I, I sold that to a to a, a, I should put the word friend in quotes uh, <laughs> to one of my my col- our, uh, high school acquaintances. He was like, "Yeah, I'll buy that off of you." I was like, "Really? Because it's not very good, but all right." <laughs> Is like sold yeah. it to him for like forty bucks and just gave him all the games. I'm like, okay, if any of them don't work, uh, I warned you. <laughs>
1: all right, so uh, let's see. That, since we don't have uh, Greg to keep us on task, uh, let's. Uh, I, I I was expecting John to just like. Well, I was know, enjoying that tangent, you know. Oh, okay. okay. You know, no, was, no, was, oh, wait, crazy. wait. You know, we got to
0: learn more about Joe because Joe's his guest, you know. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're, you're I was fine. actually going to ask. Just... Okay, go ahead. I was going to ask Joe about um the Atlantic Ghostbusters. Like, I don't really know what
3: that entails. Yeah, uh, I, I have no idea what level of familiarity uh, any of you has, but it's, uh, I'm part I, of a po- costume and prop the, group.
2: I listened to the TWA episode that you're on, so I kind of know from there when you described it, but I don't know if, if the same people who are listening to this right now actually listen to that yeah. episode as well.
1: Well, it's like, so the, it's like the 501st, but with Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, that's the easiest
3: uh, comparison to make, only we don't take anything near as seriously. We we do have some people in the 501st uh, mm-hmm. that are members of our of our group as well.
2: Ah, overlap.
3: Yeah, and the, and the 501st. For anyone who doesn't know, just yeah, you know, I have no idea who's listening to this. Uh, so the 501st of <laughs> the stormtrooper costumers. Uh, they're okay,
0: the... I didn't know. So thank you.
3: <laughs> yeah, and they're they're an actual 501c charity, and they're very highly regulated, and they have liaisons with you know. I guess it was Lucasfilm. I guess it has to be Disney now. So there's they kind of like they're like officially unofficial Mm -hmm. Um, and then this or this past year a similar thing happened with Ghostbusters so they reached out to all the fan groups Uh, they formed a a company within Sony called Ghost Corps that just Mm -hmm. handles um, all of the Ghostbusters properties and uh, Ivan Reitman heads it up and so uh, I just got a a shipping notification tonight our certificate got lost in the mail Uh Uh, so we get like little uh, pins that say uh, Ghost Corps Cadet And then a certificate signed by Ivan Reitman. Um, So that's pretty rad.
2: You know, I should check if the one here because I live near Pittsburgh, and every few comic book day, Steel City. Yeah, the a group comes by with a modified uh, Ecto One. Like I'm trying to remember what the car actually is. It's not like it's it's kind of like a a four four door uh, sedan kind of car instead of a. you know either the hearse or what ecto 2 was but um they they always like park there and come in full costume and take pictures for the kids and stuff because a lot of people come by during free comic book day at the at the comic shop there and and you know it's a it's a really it's really neat like so as far as i know like they've been always been like really great and nice and, and talk to a lot of people
3: yeah i'm looking i'm looking them up right now yeah there's just the um Ah, uh, damn it, what the hell is this thing? I, it's the Steel City Ghostbusters, and I've seen their car a bunch. They have a really good, good-looking good vehicle. Uh, yeah. I like the headlights on it, but I don't know the model from looking at it. <laughs> anyway, um, I've met, I've yeah, met some right. of those guys.
0: So right. now I'll rein in, because I think we've had a you kick. Know? <laughs>
3: yeah, go for it. Kendall, <laughs> right. Right, so, tell us about uh, IMDb. So, so, yeah, let so, me so. end that thing. If, if you wanted to hear me... Uh, go way way off the handle talking about that stuff. You can listen to the uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs episode, the first episode of, of uh, Teenagers With Attitude, and the second Common Writer Ghost bonus episode. Because I go nice. like I go deep <laughs> on those things. All right, I'll have to check those out. I, I
0: haven't listened to those particular bonus episodes yet myself. I was going to watch Beetleborgs myself before because re, re, uh, I don't remember anything about that show. I did watch when I was a kid uh, before listening to the bonus episode, but I will do that i'll get on that (laughs) (laughs) all
2: right one of the Uh, best descriptions of flabber i've ever heard fuck flabber all
4: right so
1: so, uh so trivia um so at the uh, so at the beginning of this episode there's a scene that's one of the best episodes in or one of the best scenes in all of beast wars so far where (laughs) pterosaur of course eats an eagle um when pterosaur was released as an action figure it mentioned on the packaging that it ingests entire flocks of birds by flying open mouth through their flight. Path. <laughs> that seems yep. needless. So he's like, he's like Pac-Man for the skies. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: well, the he's thing a is, robot,
3: but he must eat birds.
1: Like some of, some of these, some of the, the, uh, Beast Wars
2: he just beast might like the taste.
1: things are like the, I... the size is off, but like Pterosaur is like the size of a pterodactyl. So like, it's not like he's, it's not like he's, like, I don't feel like his mouth is big enough to eat a flock of
2: birds. Maybe um, well, sparrows. <laughs> maybe a flock, like, he could get a good mouthful of sparrows if hum- if he threw into a flock of that. Hummingbirds. Yeah, like, like one of the yeah, little birds. hummingbirds,
0: definitely. Yeah. I, was I was gonna, gonna say, you in, think he just maybe. likes
2: to eat, I, I think he just likes to kill. Mm. But then again, this is, like, <laughs> prehistoric Earth of Two Moons, so... Right yeah right so maybe there are really small
1: maybe that maybe it's all maybe the scales just all off
2: okay uh so eagles are the size of mice so i so
1: i will say that okay so that that entry had some typos in it that i corrected when i was talking that are not big enough to mention (laughs) they just don't make sense so whoever wrote the trivia for this episode uh was bad at writing i'm gonna read this next (laughs) one um as as written and see if you can notice the difference so Rat Trap complains that he would have become a rat while riding Optimus Primal. Primal's alternate uh, mode would have been a bat. Rat Trap did become a rat. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Because I yeah, but I they didn't like, really write it properly. That yeah, that line like that line.
2: Uh, he said, yeah, like, he says if he wanted to fly. He'd be a bat. Yeah, yeah, he, he says, it says it, a yeah,
1: bat. which I missed, and I was like super confused because I had because I. Not quite heard that line when I watched the show. Okay, and then I'm gonna. This is a trivia question. This is I'm gonna turn this into a trivia question and actually let you guys try to answer this last one because I or well this third one. There's one more. Oh jeez. Okay, so Rat Trap is seen with a group of holographic cards. With a group of holographic Uh cards. With a he's when he's when he's playing cards. According to the Cybertronics text on the cards, which Cybertronics is the language of the Transformers in the series. What game is he playing?
2: See, I know the answer to this because I checked the TF wiki, so okay. I, I have so to abstain You
1: abstain. It's oh, a, God damn it. John or Joe? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, go Fish.
2: You are actually close. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I have no idea. I, I was blackjack <laughs> <laughs> He's playing Old Blackjack. You would assume maid. it would be Blackjack. Yeah, I thought it was oh, like yeah. poker or something. He lost half a million credits playing Old Maid. Uh, <laughs> old maid yeah really yeah, yeah. wow actually that <laughs> crossed my mind but
3: there i didn't think there was any chance that they were referencing old maid
1: <laughs> well you know old maid was actually you know and i'm going to say this and nobody else is going to remember this old maid was actually pretty popular in the 90s
3: i remember playing it we had a set of cards that were illustrated to play old maid with
1: yeah, yeah, we ha- yeah, I remember having like I remember that there were like it was one of those things that there was like li- a license like there was probably like Power Rangers old maid and I think I had a Batman old maid cuz like Joker was the old maid.
2: Kind of like how there's all kinds of flux now.
1: Right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah I, 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 Network I flex and uh
0: like, it definitely had, like, TV film. show-themed cards. It like, had a deck of, like, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But, it, like, the cartoon. And um, the Joker was, like, Green Goblin and that. But I, I don't think it was specifically for Old Maid. I I, I remember Old Maid from animes. I, they, they played a lot in, like, 90s anime, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I, uh, like, like I'm pretty sure they played it in, like, Rambo One Half. And, like, I mean they might have even played it on an episode okay. of, like... Yeah, they for newer stuff. However, he's Azumiya they played it, like...
2: There, there was a whole run one half uh, storyline where he lost to the gambling king, and it was a rigged game of uh, of old maid.
3: Yeah, I knew. Yeah, <laughs> Did, were they actually were they actually playing this game, or is this just like a weird localization
1: thing?
2: No, no, they were actually. Well, I don't know if it's called old maid in Japan, but that they were basically playing that, where basically you know you had to g- get pairs and try not to get the odd card out, and mm. it was funny because both. The Gambling King and Rama were actually really bad at Old Maid. Like, if you went to grab the card that uh, was a match for one of your cards, they obviously made, like, a, a sour face that you were getting the, the right card. But if you got the card that was the Old Maid, they'd get an extremely happy face. Like, they had the most obvious tells. And everyone's <laughs> like, why did he? And he's like, oh, because Genma's also an idiot, so he won against him, and that's why he he won that first time. <laughs>
0: I swear it's in other, like even more modern anime. It's like yeah. I, I remember seeing like, a mm. gif of like what, what you're describing, where the person puts like the hand over like the old maid, and they're like, "Yay!" And then they put the hand over the one, and they're like, "Oh!" Like that's 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 mm. happened in anime a lot
1: more than you think. Yeah. Well, it's it's I've, it's, I've it never seems watched like...
3: sports anime, but it all seems like it's
2: equally amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen? Uh... Is there an old maid sports anime? I bet there you know, is. You know what? Someone <laughs> did a fan comic. I, I know it's on Tumblr somewhere of if Uno was an anime and it's absolutely hilarious and spot on. It's like every like card slash sports anime you've ever seen where like, you know, there's people on the sidelines like, oh, so he played the reverse card, you know, like just basically yeah. doing the entire thing. And it's just absolutely astonishing. I always
1: wanted to I don't, I don't think I ever actually did, but I always wanted to play Magic the Gathering multiplayer with. Uh. With Uno cards, oh, uh. what, like two-headed giant or something. Well, I, I, the the people that I had heard doing it were doing where it was uh, it was in in Commander, or I think it would or if I'd have done it, it probably would have been just in like sixty card Chaos multiplayer. But like the idea that you have like you have like just like a a, hand, a, a handful of the Uno cards, so you get like a fr- a card that says draw four, and it's a free sorcery that says draw four. You know, or or like reverse, or you know, there's there's a few there's a yeah. few there's just a handful of cards that would be insane in in magic. Mm-hmm. Um, but so,
0: Kendall is. Um, wait, I'll let you finish. But
1: I'm gonna let you finish. But is there <laughs> any more?
0: Um, uh- <laughs> trivia yeah i was actually or...
1: just getting to the the last piece of trivia so yeah, I was gonna say, okay. hearing about magic cards is a cure for insomnia for me
3: so
4: okay okay no no, no. <laughs> i
1: i just i just I, that was that was all i had to, that was all i had to say we didn't need we don't need to go into a whole discussion on that um cool so uh so so in japan and this is this is funny to me because like i guess this must be just a thing in anime because i've noticed this with a lot of sailor moon i i uh episodes so The Japan episode was called Kucho Samyaka Dai Bakuha, and this episode is so spoilery that IMDB put the title under the spoilers. This trivia item below may give away important plot points. Uh, (laughs) The episode in Japan was called The Aerial Mountain Explodes. Ah oh, geez. <laughs> that happens a lot. It's the right, ending. From dude. what I
3: picked up with Japanese titles. It's like, yeah, we're just gonna pretty much lay out the entire plot of this episode from beginning to end.
2: What was that that go there was a, that joke about uh um D V Z like next time on D V Z was like it's like will will Goku win his fight this time? Next time on D V Z Goku The death wins. of Goku. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like <laughs> See, I, I hadn't noticed. The, I didn't know that was a thing with DBZ, but uh, but like I remember, you, um, now I remember Pokemon sometimes would like throw would like throw you off, like they did the Pikachu's goodbye episode, and Pikachu didn't actually say goodbye, um,
3: obviously. Yeah, because all he can say is Pikachu.
1: Yeah, right. well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I've been I've been really noticing it with uh, with Sailor Moon. I, my wife and I have been watching Sailor Moon. All right, so the episode starts with the terror, with an eagle, fly, a majestic eagle flying over Hey man, over I'm the doing the thing. synopsis, okay, okay dude. <laughs> Go ahead. So the episode
0: opens with a majestic eagle flying <laughs> over a mountainous area, soaring through the skies with such splendor before being unceremoniously eaten by Pterosaur, Who then remarks, "My, it's good to be a Predacon." Flying above the rocks, though, he is suddenly surprised to see Angel Island of *Song the Hedgehog 3.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like to imagine that the yeah, that the eagle getting eaten was just this was just the Canadian animation team's uh, just real deep jab at America.
1: Oh my god! It totally could have been it. Anyway, well, or it was, or yeah, it was surprised. to show just how evil the Predacons are. Since this is an, an they would this, whole, this whole yeah yeah I know this whole <laughs> this whole show as I've been saying is anti pretagon
2: well. propaganda. Well, as we all know, uh, America does get its uh, revenge on Pterosaur in, in later season.
0: <laughs> America, does, oh yeah,
3: okay.
2: <laughs> um, this was <is> foreshadowing.
3: <laughs> I don't yes. know. I have no <laughs> idea what they're talking
2: about. So you'll 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 see when we get there. All right. <laughs> yeah. He. All right. He's so now so
3: now the supports, uh, the. Uh, Oh, sorry, I was going to say that the opening level of Sonic the Hedgehog 3 is now playing in my head, so just go. Yeah, it's <laughs> my favorite Sonic
0: game. Um, yeah, he flies into the floating mountain to find it's filled to the brim with raw energy on, enough to power an army, he describes, and decides he has to chance a scan and transforms into robot mode. As expected, it's only a few moments before he was warned by his systems that stasis lock is imminent so he has to act fast, deciding he at least needs a small sample. But, when he goes to retrieve said sample, he is blasted back and gets locked into what looks to be some kind of energy field between two outcroppings of energon facing towards each other diagonally. His arms absorbing energy as if he completed a circuit between the two energon spikes, it's... I don't know if you guys have played Infamous, but it reminds me of uh, when Cole McGrath will, like, have to repower an area in a city, and it's exactly what he does. He grabs, like, two circuit areas, and it goes through them, and that's yeah. pretty much what happens
4: here.
2: Yeah, and, and the the usual blue color of, uh, of, like, the jaw Surge suddenly becomes, like, reddish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's more of a... It, it might be just red looking well, because of his color, it, but it's yeah. definitely not blue anymore, and it powers him up. And his voice gets he, deep. And he says, yeah, he I says,
1: am a golden god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but he still lacks the golden rocket.
1: So. <laughs> but but yeah, he doesn't actually he say I'm a golden him. god. He says what? But he says whatever. But that's exactly what I thought of. I was like, I actually wrote. I for the first. Oh scene, wait. my su- my summary in my notes says pterosaurs eats and is a golden god.
2: he Yeah, at one point he actually screams, "I am invincible." Yeah, that's that's just the says. worst that's what thing to say in, yeah. in such a situation. Yeah. And then the
3: liquid <laughs> nitrogen tanks explode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, was ex- I was expecting, like, some rock to fall on his head or something.
0: Yeah, his his, dire- his actual quote is, Energon's being absorbed directly into my superstructure. I, I've never felt such power! I'm invincible!
1: And then he goes into a maniacal evil laugh. So, they <laughs> always talk about superstructures in sci-fi things. Does anybody know what a superstructure is? I have no idea. I thought yeah,
3: that... It's I, n- just the, I
1: never I heard it's it
0: just a load-bearing
3: structure.
2: Okay. I I always thought when they were talking about something like superstructure, they just basically mean, like, the actual framework of a thing.
1: Okay, yeah, that's kind, kind of, of the... It was an in his bones. It's etch,
2: it's
1: essentially, that, yeah. It's a
0: skeleton. Okay. Would that, would that really help you? Yeah, let, 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 actually, actually, no, I'm sorry.
3: I was completely wrong. So the uh, the uh, definition of superstructure is a structure built on top of something else. So oh. it's it, it basically is his exoskeleton. Ah, so uh, the parts of a ship other than the masts and the rigging built above its hull and the main deck, or part of a building above its foundations. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's usually the way that I hear it. Is that yeah. second
1: one? Yeah, yeah, and it's usually in the context of like some X-wing's going to blow up the Death Star.
0: Does it doesn't really apply to sensor. like uh,
3: Arisaur? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think I, I, yeah, none of the technical terms apply to anything.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad. I, I mean, because it it did seem a little out of out of place compared with the other context. That you, okay, but yeah, I think the implication is that it's his that it's his exoskeleton, which I feel like would help even less. Yeah, I think they just yeah, wanted uh-huh. to say his body, but we're like, well, we gotta we make must it use robotic. a robot, right? Yeah. You, you have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, You have to uh, find and replace.
0: I guess I was thinking like maybe like if it was in, it with spark. Or something that would make more sense to me, but
1: right. Have they the sparks have they used,
0: like have, have I
1: don't they know if they, they haven't used it in yet? the
0: show yet. No, yeah. they haven't.
2: I, I think at some point they actually do mention that, or no, they might have said power core. But I know they said something about him not being able to hold the charge for very long, like Optimus mm-hmm. and Rat Trap circuits.
3: His circuits won't be able to hold the charge for very long. Yeah.
2: Okay. Sense. So yeah, they don't mention uh, Spark just yet. I mean, I mean, circuits
3: would
0: have worked too. Actually, directly into my yeah. circuits would have yeah. been, especially yeah.
1: since it is going directly into his circuits, which Optimus advi- advises. Maybe Pterosaur is just not that smart. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of well.
4: <laughs> that checks out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After he gets his surge
0: of power, he uh, he closes his fist in determination and he utters in a sinister fashion, Megatron. And then blasts off with of his now supercharged rocket pack.
3: How well, many Star Scream's do they have in this show?
0: Um, oh. I think I think Pterosaur is really the Star Scream of the show. Like Dinobot could have been if he stayed on the Predacon side, but he didn't.
2: So Tarantulas is too stealthy to be an outright Star Scream. Like he's he's, he he's a competent all... Star Scream. Yeah, he's 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 very he's very good at basically covering his tracks. So oh. if it... So while it might be
4: undermining,
2: he doesn't always I don't think, do it. I don't think Tranchless wants to lead, right? Yeah. Like,
0: if he, if he wanted to lead, he probably could figure out a way to do it, honestly. Right.
1: Um, yeah,
2: because later on, he gets a chance to, to like, you know, command an absence, and he's like, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, your second in command, then. Command. (laughs) Like, I don't care.
4: Uh,
2: Yeah,
3: and then you got a Waspinator who's basically just fills the role of like the Starscream for the uh for the maximals that they just shoot at all the time.
2: And then we and then we actually do get Starscream. That's kind of (laughs) (laughs) dude.
3: I get the feeling that everyone was just trying to make a different version of Starscream.
2: Actually you might want want to come back for that episode, Joe, because it involves uh, Yeah. Yeah, I uh, thought about that,
3: but that's also know, like know, the know. one. That's the one episode that everyone remembers. So, like, yeah, uh, I think there's going to be some competition for people that want to be on that one.
1: I assume <laughs> that people listen to this podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, or I at wasn't at able to get it. Chris Hardwick hey. or uh, uh, Mark Marin on. So,
0: man, uh, well, Greg was saying we had like a hundred subscribers last week. So, and that's what happened in between that week because uh, you know, He's Greg's the only one with access to like the, oh, yeah. the stats, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. And he's dead now, so we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not dead yet.
0: But yes, well, pterosaur um, is leaving to meet the Predacon leader. He soars above the head of an astonished Cheetor, and he says with again great little robot lingo here: "Jumping gyros! I've never seen pterosaur move like that. But he won't leave me in the dust." You're not that I'd... fast, and or on. <laughs> I still love way that. past cool. <laughs> yeah,
2: you so gotta go up there and get for the Chaos Emeralds. His, his first reaction to seeing super powered uh, pterosaur you know, in a way that he's never seen before, it's not. Hey, I better tell the others about this. No, it's like I gotta race it.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Well, he does go to what he actually does is run back to tell the others. But yeah, yeah, well, he does after chasing this dude down.
2: Oh, he yeah, does chase he
4: him.
1: Yeah,
2: he no, chases yeah. him back to the to the to their uh, base first.
4: But oh, right, because because
1: he watches him because he watches him kill Megatron.
2: Yes, and he'll never return again.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: it cuts to the other Predacons, and Megatron is demonstrating some of the new defenses to their base. He displays a drone, which he describes as programmed with the Maximals' energy signatures, and the drone flies past a turret that locks onto it and shoots it down. And, I mean, I I guess that means either Maximals have a distinct energy signature, different than Predacons, or that he has all of their... On record, and if it's the former, the Dinobot have to mess with his own energy signature?
2: Would he have? I think. I think so. <laughs> I think but, yeah. they like like saying like how they said he changed his like he said changed his activation code, which kind of becomes less of an issue. But it does kind of seem like when you when he did join the side, he did do something to basically you know be recognized as a maximal like by both ships. So like the Axelon recognizes him as a maximal and the guns recognize him as a maximal now. Yeah, I guess
0: he'd have to change again to a shit cuz I was thinking like it might be kind of useful if he still had a predicon signature. He had to, yeah, to uh,
1: Well, well, was- I would say I would yeah. bet that he probably does still have like if it's if it's like if it's like a fundamental thing, he would probably still have a predicon signature because other because if he or at least he'd be able to switch back. Yeah, but he's probably gotten his clearance revoked. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's I fun. guess if it's a gen- I guess the question is is it is it a general signature that identifies Predacon versus Maximal well, like is it a is it if it's between actually 100 and 500 they're maximals and if it's between 501 and 1000 then it's then they're predacons or is it and and you um, know his is 450 and Optimus is 300 or I
2: assume or is it it's just general
1: broadcast
3: signature?
2: ID. Yeah, I think in later in later episodes they do kind of make a point about an actual their actual programming is noticeable in certain ways like um that's why they fight for the pods like the 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 predacons when they get to it they actually have to reprogram like it's the core uh stuff in the protoforms to make them predacons so so i mean like not that it's not that it's like too hard to change back and forth, but there is like some fundamental part of of the mm. person that that can just designate them as predicon or Maximal. I guess it's it's I don't know. It's one of those things where like you know it, sa- it sounds good when you t- when they when they say it on the show, but then if you try to actually like suss it out, right. you're you're kind of left wondering what the what in the world they're talking about. That's
1: okay, and that that's allowed. I'll I'll give it. To, they're they're allowed to do that. I, I kind of like it when that happens but it's just yeah it is it is interesting yeah that is an interesting point that um this is the maximal's energy i what I wonder is this is a gun that if you if you ignore that like it's the that he's showing that it's the maximal's energy signature and oh look it can point at things this is a gun that actually can destroy things unlike their guns so i'm I'm wondering if that's the reason that it's a it's well, I mean I don't know, man. Rhinox's gun is pretty good at destroying things. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah as well, well, so.
2: And as, as we've seen, for some reason, they want to take them in alive. So while the, the Maximals are like, we want to cont- like capture and contain, uh, <laughs> the Predacons have no no qualms about destroying the, their enemies.
0: I was going to say, too, that one evidence to like the latter, like if everybody has their own energy signature, and, it, and he just programmed every single one into that drone, when they're on the map later... They're like, oh, there's an energy signature here, and it's pterosaur, so they know like who it was. Right, right. So they must have each other's energy signatures. But if that's the case, why can't they just like scan the whole planet like all the time and know exactly where everyone is all the time?
2: Uh, it takes too much energy, John. <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> someone mean, does. We need some kind of satellite for that.
1: It, it they can't. Well, they can't like always scan everything all the time because it's because energy on interference. I think they were pro- probably. I mean, obviously, you know they—you know—they were scanning that particular area, and I mean, they probably do have some. I mean, that's their whole perimeter scanning stuff and everything. Like, yeah, uh, well, you know, and they gotta have—they Di- gotta give Dinobot a job <laughs> <laughs> scouting. But yeah, anyways, the Predacons seem
0: quite amused by the display, and Megatron says that with a few more of these in place, this area will become a death trap for the Maximals. But not so impressed, however, is Terrasaur, who at that point arrives to challenge Megatron for leadership of the Predacons. Calling Megatron a coward, and powered by his, well, newfound power surge title drop, (laughs) (laughs) Scorpionok, Megatron fanboy as he is, seems distressed, and Megatron says he thought Terrasaur had already learned his lesson about challenging him. Which right there is kind of like a hint that this is like a common thing with Terrasaur, where he like (laughs) continuously like like starscream style continuously tries to like fight megatron for control i mean it's possible he's referring to what happened in the episode where him and dinobot teamed up but i very much doubt that i don't know how he would even know about he was like dead at the time wasn't wasn't that
1: episode still
0: well he he comes back at the end of the episode so maybe he was dead for most of it
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah 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 but uh yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he was referencing that. So you're thinking it's it's this is something that has happened from time to time. Yeah, Pterosaurus like just does this,
0: and I think he does it for the series as he tries to be like a traitor and gain control of the Predacons. Okay.
1: okay yeah, because I, I had actually noted that. I was like, when did he challenge Megatron? But uh,
2: yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's actually mentioned on the TF Wiki where like it's not a hundred percent sure if he was actually like. Some fans have actually speculated, speculated that there's supposed to be uh, a, another episode later in the series that was supposed to be fo- before that he more obviously tried to take over. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, since he's kind of shown like a habit of doing this at at the drop of a hat, that it could have just been something off screen like either mm-hmm. or even before they, they they landed on Earth with two moons. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. You know
1: what? It's probably in the same uh, in the same episode where Rhinox perfected his uh, his long range communicator t- technology. Yeah, must be <laughs> one of the
0: last episodes we'll never see. <laughs> um, but yeah, like as Megatron says that he thought he learned his lesson, Pterosaur proudly proclaims that today he is the teacher. And if Megatron uh, and, and he challenges him, if Megatron has the courage Megatron agrees to the challenge, stating that he could use some amusement and transforms, blasting Pterosaur with his chest missiles. No, which no, no. There's pterosaurs... is his thigh
1: missiles from the hip. Is it
0: thigh? Are they? Oh, yes. well, well, I totally no. misread that. Okay, okay.
1: So, so he's <laughs> he shoots the Pterosaurs. It should be his thigh missiles, but they come out of his chest. Because he doesn't have was, chest missiles, but in that shot, they,
2: they come out of his chest. Yeah, they, they, they look like they came from his chest, but I thought that was... The of, yeah,
0: it's the angle... Yeah, I thought. I'm, look, I'm looking at it now, and I paused it right when the missiles are coming out, and they're definitely coming from his thigh they're missiles. His it's thighs. just... Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah it's, it's a Dutch angle that made, made it look like that. Like, I honestly thought it came from his chest, too, until I actually, like... Actually, like paused it and and looked. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah I'm glad you shot shot. guys. I'm really glad you guys pay
1: attention to these episodes because. <laughs> well, I, no, I obviously I did it the first time because <laughs> I thought it came from his chest too. <laughs> I, I specifically because I always see scenes that I like specifically think that's weird, and then you guys are like actually no, it's not weird. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a weird. So it's a weird angle because he doesn't have guns that come out of his chest. He has the the his his, his uh, little thigh things.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I have the advantage of I have the episode in the background when we do these.
3: I didn't. I didn't question it whatsoever. I was <laughs> like, yeah, okay. There's just like <laughs> missiles coming out of him because these models aren't very good.
1: Well, you no. Know, <laughs> see, the thing is, the models actually are like really, really accurate to the toys. With a, with, yeah. with the exception, basically, of Pterosaur, they're all like really, they're all like really accurate to the toys. So it's especially, I would say, it's, the best ones are are Megatron and, and Optimus. Except for that Optimus has a jetpack and the Optimus toy didn't have a jetpack. And that's the reason that I was super – I'd get super frustrated when I was uh, playing with my Optimus toy because he didn't have a jetpack. Use your imagination. God damn it. Well, I I used my imagination so much that I like ripped pieces off and like rubber banded his missile launchers so that they looked like a jetpack. But then I lost the pieces and I couldn't transform Uh it back and – It was it was it was a disaster. Let me tell you, it was a disaster.
0: If if you were Uh, in the world of Toy Story, that story would have been like very
1: horrifying. So you just said. So I will say I will say that um, since we're talking about Toy Story, and I haven't ever had the opportunity to say this on a podcast, (laughs) I definitely (laughs) I definitely was Sid when I was a kid. Um, Uh, I would I uh, so I had a lot of GI Joes, and the thing about GI Joes is they have one screw on their back. And most of the parts are actually pretty interchangeable, uh, whether it's a G.I. Joe or, like, a similar model. So I would, like, unscrew them and, like, switch their heads and switch their (laughs) arms and and things. And they'd end up looking really weird. And then I also had those, like, flip head Power Ranger toys. And um, the thing about those ones is you could – the piece that connected the head to the body – was similar to the piece that connected the arm to the body, so if you, un- if you unscrewed everything, you could attach the head to the arm. <laughs>
4: That's
1: fucked up. <laughs> just so sorry for your toys. <laughs> yeah. So you know. So I just I just wanted.
2: So to...
3: so you would be a villain in the Toy Story universe, hands down, no question.
2: Uh-huh. See, I I. I The only time I did stuff like that with toys was like ones that actually were made to be like interchangeable, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, I I don't know, like Bionicle or something like that. And and it was just silly to put like a head where an arm should be or something like that. But it was all just like, you know, snapping things together. So it wasn't like you were doing, I guess, tool work. One of the most I felt like one of the scenes that I
1: related to the most, like I could tell exactly what was going through Sid's head. Um, it w- is when um when he's gonna strap woody to the to the rocket because it's a dumb cowboy toy that he got and he doesn't care about and he you know screws around with and then he's like well he can't find it well it's like well I kind of like this buzz Lightyear toy but I want to blow something up uh, okay I'll do that you know I wasn't like a pyro but like I could totally understand that like like <laughs> you know you want do so and he like sort of takes a deep breath he's like and then he does, you know, he does it. I, I, as oh even, even like as a, even as like a little kid, like when when the movie came out, I was like, that's, that's kind of, I kind of understand where he's coming from there.
3: Man, I was a total Andy. I was like all about the crossovers.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> my Ninja right. Turtles and Ghostbusters hung out with each other, and they they both fought the uh, man. What, what I forgot. I didn't have too many bad guy toys. I don't think. I definitely yeah. did crossover toys cool. stuff, but I also would like
0: substitute things. Like, I'm like, okay, like, I need to have like a scene in my like because me and my me and my brother we would come up with like plot lines that we would mm-hmm. like act out with these freaking toys. And Same. I'd be like, oh, we we need a scene where like Catwoman isn't in costume, okay? Jasmine toy from Aladdin here now, Selena Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, who is it that was, There was I, I don't know where this was, but it could have been on the forum or something. But the uh, uh, someone was, did, had a bunch of X Men toys, but they didn't have a Professor X toy, so they used a John Luke Picard toy from there. <laughs> that their, that, from was, like
0: his that yeah. was
3: this was podcast. was this podcast, and I, I said it. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I, I had a feeling it had to be you,
1: and you were like, "Yep, nailed it, called it." <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that you listened to that and enjoyed it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that means one person actually listens to it. Hooray! Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm giving, I'm giving all the the uh,
3: audio entropy podcasts a listen, except for uh, let me tell you about Homestuck. I'm saving that for when I get desperate.
0: <laughs> saving it for when I actually want to sit down and like listen to that for hours while reading a web comic.
1: Yeah, I guess that's the uh, thing. Yeah, that's my thing. I can't. I, I some people can listen to rewatch podcasts or recap podcasts without without uh, you know the consuming the source material. I. I can't do that. Even, even like, even like if, if I haven't seen the thing recently, like I'm, I'm struggling cause I listened to, um, mission log, which is a great, uh, star Trek recap podcast. And I finished, uh, next generation like a a while ago and it's getting to the point where I'm like not remembering the episodes well enough. So I'm struggling with whether I want to, whether I want to go back and listen to whether I want to go back and watch the, the episodes. So what happens That's... next on the show? They um, well, this is where Rat- which, which show? Or, or... Oh wait, uh, wait no, no, we, haven't we, been, we, we haven't we're even gotten to the Toy Story. We haven't even gotten to the part Twitter where Pterosaur. We're in the middle of the most exciting scene, and we went off. <laughs> we yes, totally yes, gone. tells so, you a lot, doesn't it?
0: Megatron <laughs> fires his thigh missiles, as we've established, at Parasaur, um, and he fires his it, rocket it, missiles. It does. Um, he just shrugs it off, laughing, saying that it was it was amusing. Because I don't know if you remember, if listeners, because it was a while ago. But <laughs> Megatron said, "Like, oh, this will be amusing." And then Pterosaur agrees cause he's gonna, but not as amusing as this. And he returns.
3: Oh, to so he uses the he means something different and change. Yeah, that's clever. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> well, Megatron dodges a few of his blasts before being blasted off the side of a cliff. They're on. What
2: were we gonna say, Jordan? I was going to say like the shoulder cannons that he uh, appears which I was wondering I if he Yeah, like I he might use them later in the series but I definitely know they're larger than normal like because there's a scene coming up where he pulls his gun out and apparently the, the those gun uh the shoulder cannons and the guns are part of his superstructure cuz they are now big too. <laughs>
4: Yeah,
0: I was I was I was curious about the gun. If he ever used that before, I don't mm-hmm. remember what he uses. Well, he's,
3: he's he has it, incredibly it, well armed compared to a lot of these other guys. He
2: uses like a little handgun that has the same kind of coloring, but apparently the supercharge turned it into a rifle.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's ah. what I was thinking too. <laughs> I mean, it kind of. I mean, it kind of. It makes as much sense as, as anything. As anything, like if if uh, you know, I mean, I guess they were always in like like vague vague machine things that made that you know formed them in their shapes but i mean you know if yeah i guess it makes makes the gun bigger it's uh it's steroids
2: yeah well like a disturbing fact this could mean is that uh their weapons are actually part of their bodies Mm -hmm. and thus if their bodies increase in size so do their weapons Mm
0: -hmm. i like it I, I, there's a dick joke in there somewhere, yeah, but I'm just not <laughs> being written. About um, all this. So yeah, Megatron gets blasted off the cliff, and the other Predacons approach the cliff edge, to look at their fallen leader, who isn't quite down for the count yet. Scorpionox saying his leader's name in a hushed, concerned tone, because you know he has a big, big crush on Megatron. Megatron <laughs> senpai. <laughs> <laughs> megatron rising back up in subdued anger calls pterosaur a treacherous worm pterosaur floating in down behind him megatron charges him saying he'll finish him forever but pterosaur doesn't think so pulling out this rifle we were mentioning earlier <laughs> um
3: you should have, and he literally, should have known about the 21 foot rule <laughs>
0: He he literally blasts Megatron to pieces with this, firing repeatedly. First, only a few chunks fly off, but soon, straight up, Megatron's arm just gets blown off his body. You say the the 21-foot is that
3: a
1: paintball reference?
3: No, it's it's an old YouTube meme thing about uh, (laughs) guys that think that uh, they can take a a guy with a, a gun if they have a sword or other bladed weapon. Okay. Okay. And then that gave birth to the 121 foot rule, which is uh, the only reason to watch the only one to uh, the only reason to look up the 21 foot rule is to then watch the parody the 121 foot rule.
0: <laughs> I can't remember like Mythbusters doing that, like seeing to see if like guy if a knife could take out a guy with a gun. I think from a certain distance, it was saying that like be better off with a knife, but it's not very not 21 feet. I don't think. Nope. He's a little far. <laughs> yeah, Megatron just gets, like, he gets the shit blasted out of him. Like, his arm falls off, and then he starts tumbling down this cliff. And by the time he end, he reaches the bottom of the cliff, he's just a midsection, a right thigh, and his head, which is barely even connected. And lights go out in his <laughs> yeah, eyes.
4: Yeah,
1: he is, he is, uh, yeah, he's decimated. Yeah, the reason I asked if that was a paintball reference is I was thinking, in paintball, you don't want to be too close to people because those things hurt. <laughs> I played oh, paintball yeah, once. Me too. All right. Uh, yeah. So that's at all. Terris-
0: that's that. Great Terris- story, bro. Laughs <laughs> at, <the> Terris- <laughs> just laughing it up. And Scorponok um, said, like, very dismayed that Megatron has been destroyed. Uh, Waspinator can't believe it, and Tarantulas agrees, saying Terrasaur has never had this much power. Terrasaur returns to the Predacons, and adopting Megatron's mannerisms, declares Megatron is scrap. Yes! <laughs> I'm your leader now. Does anybody want to argue about it? And in the order of Scorpionock, Waspinator, and Tarantulas, they reply, no, not me! No, 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 no! <laughs> and Terrasaur, please, orders them to charge themselves for battle, and that the Maximals would be the next to taste his power. It zooms out, revealing that Cheetor saw the whole thing, commenting ultra bad. And we go to commercial break.
2: Well, wait, no. First we get that scene where uh, where he, like, the thing turns from whatever color to blue again. I thought that happened for no, before the commercial no, break.
0: It's, oh. it's first it zooms out to Cheetor, and then after the break it comes back, Oh, and um, yeah, because I have in my notes here, when we get back from the break, Pterosaur begins to give out his orders, but is interrupted by his system shorting out, and he starts reverting from his overpowered state.
2: And it looks like he's just having a abdominal distress. Like, he just ate something bad. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Tarantulas asks him,
0: something's wrong. Rubbing his mandibles together, like, he's like, I'm hehehehe. You can't see it, but my hands, I'm just rubbing them together all menacingly. Uh, Terraso discreetly asks his systems for a diagnostic, his systems only because I guess apparently you can just like scan everybody
1: I don't know why he specifies yeah, that. I specifies that I kind of like, <laughs> I almost wonder if it's, it's like it's, it's my systems, all, like he's trying to do it yeah, he's trying to do it discreetly, like if he didn't say that it would tell everybody or it would do a diagnostic on everybody and it was, I don't know yeah, that, that was kind of a weird I, I felt like it was a weird let's try to ma- say things that sound robot-y and it didn't necessarily translate.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think think it was implied he was just trying to be secretive, but the the words he says don't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the first time that's ever happened in the show.
1: Yeah, we didn't complain about it at the beginning of the episode or anything. I just... (laughs) I just realized that may- maybe, maybe you know, maybe the problem is that this just doesn't translate perfectly from Cybertronian. Maybe if we had watched it in the original Cybertronian, then yeah, I told was. you guys we yeah, needed but to watch the, it <laughs> we watch the subs. They definitely recorded it in. Watch the subs. I don't know why that's so funny, but yeah.
0: I think it's I think it's pretty good. And then, but yeah, uh, tarantulas, uh, not ship. Fuck, Pterosaur Systems reply that um, he's experiencing Energon drain at fifty percent and that stasis lock is imminent. Hey, so I have a question, it's guys. like it's like a deli- yes. oh, Yeah, go
3: ahead. Um, has like, I didn't remember these the Transformers having like a little voice like that in their head that tells them their status all the time. This is uh, the first time this has happened in the show. Does it ever happen again? Because it was weirding me the fuck out.
2: I could have sworn, like at one of the other times, that uh, they've gotten warnings from like an internal source about uh, stasis lock. Like just like a like it's basically like the warning warning message from a Windows thing that comes up. And I will point out that it's ignored as much as as a Windows thing pop up. So (laughs) like almost all the time, it's like it's like stasis lock imminent. It's like okay.
3: Your system has performed an illegal operation.
2: Right? Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if
1: we've actually heard this before. I wasn't jarred by the by the female voice in the Predacons. I was really jarred by the male voice in the Maximals. Like that—that that was definitely a voice I'd never heard before. So, I missed that. I don't. I don't remember, um, that. remember that. Well, you probably just don't see gender.
0: <laughs> sure.
3: Or, or you're just more comfortable with subservient female AIs.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, no, that's I just that's mean like else.
3: I, Yeah,
0: yeah, on your end because I was gonna say I, yeah. I don't. Re- I remember Rat Trap's thing says something later, but I don't remember it being a guy. But maybe
3: I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, are different voices, so they have they're they're living thi- things, but they have an OS that has that that has an audible um, like like little helpful, uh, it, but it lives inside of them. Like, just my mind was doing backflips trying to make sense of that.
0: Yeah, it's okay, like when okay, Iron Man to talks to Jarvis, but without it being a suit, it's their body. It's yeah. weird. They should yeah. just know. <laughs> yeah,
3: they should. I mean, I, I know that they're doing it for the audience so that the audience can hear the message, but like, there has to be a different way to do that.
1: Wait, didn't you? Didn't you listen to last week's episode, "The Fourth Law of Robotics"? No. <laughs> that uh,
3: I listened to the first two. I haven't caught up to this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the the gist of it is that robots aren't allowed to think in their head. They have to say everything out loud so that if they decide they're going to kill all humans, then we have a warning. And they don't <laughs> recognize
2: that they're saying their thoughts out
3: loud. But if Sigourney Weaver's not there to translate, how are we going to know? Hmm. Galaxy Quest question.
0: reference. Ah, here we go. Oh, <laughs> okay,
1: okay.
2: okay. I was going to say that it also harkens back to why uh, Terrasaur was talking to himself uh, at the beginning, with at the mountain, because you know he has to voice all his thoughts.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and like Cheetor, when he saw uh, terrorists were going by, he was just talking to himself. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I th- I I feel like I feel like it actually does. I mean, there is a yeah, there is like an OS. It's not yeah, it's not, it's it is kind of like Tony Stark doing with the Jarvis thing, but like more. I feel like the the computer. The computer computer-y thing is 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 more. It has no personality at all. Like it's just yeah.
0: I, I it's guess it's, I guess it's more like after Tony Stark
1: gets like in like
0: in in Civil War doesn't like because Jarvis is like pretty much became Vision right. So he
3: gets like he gets Friday. He has Friday.
0: Yeah, Fridays. I guess it's a little bit more like Friday, but she still has some personality too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, so
3: it's kind of like
2: Siri.
0: I was going to say with the stasis lock thing that that's going to that's imminent that's the same message they get when they've been in energon too long so do you think like this is this is like a delayed reaction from his overcharge or he's just been in robot form for too long
1: Right I was I did it, actually notate like how is this working because he's because he's like yeah I mean well, he's been he how is he not shorting out that's what I that's what I wrote I, I said how is he I, not shorting out
2: I saw it as basically, like, the power... Like, he had this overcharge of power that basically protected him from the Energon Surge and made him all-powerful and stuff. But then, at this point, it basically ran out. And he was basically back to normal. And when he... And because he was back to normal, and he has been in robot form, like, even when he was back at the thing, he was about to short out, like, you know, because of uh, Energon Surge and such like that. It basically just went back to that point where it's like, hey, you've been in a robot form too long, you're going to go into say, it's a
3: He's just going into withdrawals. Really? Yeah.
2: It's t- that is he's, that he's
3: too. He's crashing hard.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it gives him a great high, but then when he comes down off of it, it just really messes him up.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got the sense, I definitely got the sense that like he has, it's like, it's like caffeine. Or, red, yeah. or unstable Any red Any kind words, of stimulant. <laughs> uh where where you where you get you know, where you, you get it lets you it allows you to do things, it vitalizes body and mind. Um and then and then yeah, you but it but you still have a finite amount of energy in your body, so it's and it still expends that energy. Um it's just you don't notice it until you know until it, that that happens. But it did it did seem very odd to me that he was like able to stay in robot form when he was normally not be able to do that yeah but then he transforms
0: immediately as is advised by his systems and uh he hurriedly states that he must see something before they attack that's really convincing (laughs) um and that tarantulas is in charge in the meantime and then yeah he runs away like he's got like he has to go to the bathroom he's like holding his
3: stomach and like running (laughs) all that spicy curry bread So does the eagle Oh
1: God! That's when he gets you in America. He probably doesn't have what's what's the thing that that adjusts filters. He he doesn't filters. have as good of filters as a uh, tarantulas. <laughs>
3: <laughs> His
1: gallbladder which, can't handle it.
0: Which he put in second in command, and Scorpionox not too happy about that. <laughs> and tarantulas is just like so command. <laughs> <laughs> and then walks off, as we said before. And then Waspinator flies up to Scorponok and asks, well? And Scorponok is like, well, what? And Waspinator is, if you're second in command, what is your command? Scorponok then looks down at his fallen hero at Senpai and says to make ready for the restoration module and that they must salvage their true leader.
4: So.
2: I, lo- I love how they just leave the, the two of them there behind too yeah like i mean it it just seems like that would be great for like some kind of buddy cop movie between the two of them
0: listen i mean scorpion and waspnator would be great buddy cop team because they're like the
2: the stupidest ones on the team too so he likes to (laughs) clack his claws he likes to buzz around they well i was gonna say they fight crime but it's more like they make
4: crime
1: (laughs) (laughs) so so here's here's what i sort of got the sense that i got from that like the the mega the, the predacons they started out and they had 6 of them right and then yeah dinobot left the team so then they're down to 5 and yeah. then uh and then Pterosaur's like i'm going to destroy megatron to be the boss so then they're down to 4 now they're outnumbered and then Pterosaur's, you know goes off and then there's the three of them that are like fully functional and then and then <laughs> and it's like so it's like they're they're they don't have much going on for. They don't have much going for them as a team. <laughs> I like, no,
4: think
3: like, the whole well, reason why they showed that um, that automated gun earlier is just so they're like, well, this is the reason why the maximals don't just take over their base at this point,
4: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: No, they don't take over the base because if they or well, I guess they could take it over still, but if they blew it up, it would also blow up the maximal base.
3: Hmm. Um,
1: <laughs> is that
3: is that a thing? I that missed is, that. Yes, that uh, was that's on the that third episode. Yeah. yeah, there's. So I have a lot of podcasts I need to catch up on. I'm still trying to catch up on Adventure, to, uh, yeah, Adventure Zone and um, and the first season of Friends at the Table. I've gone back to it's. Adventure Zone it's so ooh. good. It's great. I'm, I'm almost caught up. I'm like within ten episodes of the latest one. Ooh, so, so this one is a bit of a tearjerker. Be prepared. <laughs> I've heard uh, allusions to it. I've been trying to plug my ears. But people don't need say to use what fucking don't spoiler tags. Me,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, and I need to also, stop
3: clicking on spoiler tags just out, out of <laughs>
1: reflex. So after so after this scene, I decided I'm gonna start a tally of how of when characters die and like we actually kind of think they're dead or they're like totally destroyed. Um and uh, so so far so far Megatron has died twice and Optimus has died once. And I do we count? Do we want to count that Waspinator getting destroyed in the last no. episode? That do, you don't no. think that counts? He was no, damaged,
0: but he was clearly still walking around after he was, that. Okay, so. okay. I,
1: yeah. couldn't, I couldn't remember the exact. Okay, but the official. Just because I know this is going to happen a lot. Especially since next next week's episode is
2: called like a bunch of people died or something like that. <laughs> um, I know. Um, I was going to say Wasmonier is going to be a special case because there are times when he's just scrapped for the heck of it.
4: And, right, right. Yeah, that's and, why I but, wanted. And, to – But he's
1: still functional. It's just that he's in pieces. Yeah, I would say. I would say as long as as long as it's at least as damaged as Megatron was in this in this episode, where yeah. he's pretty much. <laughs> where he's pretty much down, down for the count, or someone down. assumes, or someone just does a bunch of damage to him and assumes he's dead. Not just Dinobot assuming that he's dead because he's been gone for ten minutes.
2: And, and oh, and speaking of uh, Wasp and Air game blown the bits regularly, this is actually one of the few episodes he doesn't.
0: <laughs> he, I just he got an it. idea in my head where, like, Dinobot's out patrolling, and he hasn't seen the other Maximals for a while, so he just assumes that they're all dead. I'm like, <laughs> I'm all alone now, out in the wilds. I gotta <laughs> fend for myself. I better go back to base and get supplies so I can live out here. Oh, everyone's alive.
4: Okay, on, <laughs> That's kind a- of bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how he. That's how he. That's how he does his day. It's kind of a. It's kind of Groundhog Day type th- Type scenario. He goes out. He's like up there. They're surely dead by now.
2: I'm also missing my rounds. I better go back and get some supplies. <laughs> And it's not like he has—he doesn't have like any good reason to expect her dead. Like, as we said before, as I said before, he writes people off really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he could have just been like, "Oh, I heard a rumble. Nah, the ship's destroyed. Oh well." <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: okay, so then but, the next scene He's like right outside.
2: Doesn't bother. Oh yeah, turn we cut to we check. cut
0: the Cheetor gutting it to the maximal base. Rhinox sees this and asks Rattrap to open the hatch, but Rat is busy playing cards and wants to finish his hand. Optimus turns off the card game, after Rattrap's Rat Trap's chagrin, whining, "Optimus!" But Optimus says, "Cheater wouldn't be moving this fast if he didn't have something
1: urgent to report." You know, Cheater, I, was, they- I, I sorry, no, I'm going I'm gonna interject here. I was no on Optimus's side, but I was just thinking, you know, what if what if he what if Rat Trap was like almost at a save point? <laughs> There's no save points in card games. <laughs> well, he's obviously playing a campaign because he's down five hundred thousand. 000- you know, he's down half a million credit, credits or whatever, so he's in the <laughs> he's middle just, of a campaign. He's just Maybe playing he online poker. No, he's playing against the computer. <laughs> you can poker side. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's, the,
0: I guess I didn't describe the thing. It's actually pretty interesting, is that he's not playing on, like, a screen, clicking a mouse. Like, it's a hologram of these hands coming out with these cards, and the cards that Rattrap are holding are, like, holograms, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's,
1: pretty
4: yeah, it's kind of a solid little
1: thing. Solid
2: light like, holograms.
1: But I'm just I'm just saying, you know, think about it, you know, think about it from his perspective. Like he could have been, yeah, he, like I said, he's playing a campaign, you know, he's he's down a bunch of maybe at the last save point he was down a bunch of credits. He's been playing for like 45 minutes. He's almost done with this last game and then he'll be at another save point and he'll, you know, he's going to win, you know, and and Optimus just flips the switch, turns it off. Imagine if you were like playing Final Fantasy 10 and your mom walked up and decided she needed to unplug the PlayStation so that she could vacuum. I mean that's basically it's what true. happened. Uh, maybe this is like a PS4 where like you just put it in a rest mode and he can just load it up later. Well well, I'm I'm just saying then then Rat wouldn't have been so mad. If if it if, I don't know, Rat Trap. This was also a this was also think yeah. about this. Think about this. <laughs> you know, this was if you're looking at writer's intent, because I'm sure that this was in the writer's intent, this was like in the mid nineties when there weren't uh rest modes on computers it was on or off so he flipped it off and clearly you know they can't have a separate computer for opening the door and playing video (laughs) games like those are two (laughs) those
2: are two they're practically the same thing he has he has to use the same panel
1: (laughs) well the thing
0: too is that cheetor rushes in immediately after that and so Ratchet didn't like he didn't they didn't ratchel said he wasn't going to do it and then optimus turned Mm -hmm. it off so like was his turning it off opening the hatch because Peter just runs in <laughs> immediately after that? Hatch.
4: <laughs>
0: so every so time like,
4: he closes the door, it just shoots up at the card program. <laughs> it's,
1: it's yeah, he like quickly a, rushes it's, in. It's like a media Sorry? room or something. Like like you turn on the TV and it like automatically closes all the windows and <laughs> total total darkness in the room. Maybe
3: the Maybe the holograms only work when there's no other outside light coming in.
2: Yeah, it puts the shutters on the viewport so that. Uh, so that the sun doesn't it just wash
3: out the image. It just made me realize how many times I did that to like my brother and sister when they were ignoring like my parents <laughs> or they weren't doing something and they were just like, "No, I'm playing a thing," or I'm you know they were on the internet or whatever. And I would just reach over and just hit Alt F4 oh, and Jesus. close close whatever they were. I was terrible. like, hey, "You had your chance. Like you could have paused it."
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Peter rushes in, and he's barely able to stop. His legs start like flailing wildly, like that cartoon. Like slow down. <laughs> or, uh, I, guess, or, I think I've seen. I little animals do that too. Actually, yeah, yeah like
2: the animals just feed on like uh slipped, do- slippery dogs, dogs on the linoleum floor. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and he's flailing wildly, and then out of breath, he hurriedly says, "Big bot, Predacons attacking Megatron, Scrap Pterosaur. Which, by the way, is kind of the wrong order. There should yeah, it be Power Source, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Megatron. But I mean, again, he's he's rushing, so he's he honestly screwed up on it. A power Source, Mountain, Floating. Optimus tells him to calm down and transform, and then Cheetor more coherently explains exactly what happened, like everything we've
2: seen up to this so, point, and at the very end mentions the floating mountain. So when I first saw this, I was kind of wondering why a robot would be out of breath. But, I, get, <laughs> but I, yeah. I guess it kind of makes sense that he he's no longer really out of breath when he's in his robot form. So I guess it goes back that they are kind of like a mixture of organic and, te- and oh, technology. And so that's, like that's why they told him to transform. That's like a genius. Yeah, that totally so makes like, sense. As, yeah, so like as a cheetah, he actually has lungs and 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 stuff and and running or he's and so at least he has,
3: running. He's at least running an emulation of
2: that. Yes. Because it kind of
0: goes against my whole theory that he can run for so long because he's a robot, but I guess maybe he's still cheetah-like, but also better than a cheetah. I don't know. Well,
3: there's Uh, also he's way better than a cheetah. Cheetahs can only sprint. There's clearly,
1: yeah, 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 there's clearly, um, there's clearly organic attributes to their beast modes. Otherwise, they wouldn't. um, You know, if it was just robots that looked like animals, they'd they'd still still have the energon issues. So, so the fact that there is, I mean, you know, and they're eating, they eat things when they're animals and and other things so there's clearly a an organic aspect to it but that totally makes sense that he would be out of breath and then they would say you know transform and then he's robot so he he loses at least and there's probably still some organics in 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 their you know the way they're programmed because they're you know lifelike and stuff so probably he could a robot could be out of breath but um in that case that actually works that I'm like blown away by how much. Make, how I, I much assume sense it's that just makes.
3: systems and subsystems. Like, it's, it's yeah. like an amphibious car. You can shift into car mode or boat mode, just not at the same
2: time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like a little bit out of breath so when he went back to robot mode, but not nearly the same amount. So it must have been like kind <laughs> yeah. of a, like a lead. I'm, so, I'm
2: sorry. I'm just thinking of that DVZ abridged episode when the, the androids showed up. Uh, well, not night. 18 and 19, but the, the ones before them, what was it, like 15 and 16, the, the, the energy-absorbing ones. And those
1: were those were
2: 19 and 20, weren't they? I, I they think, were I, I can't remember that. But it's basically like the one thing, and he's like, they're like fighting Vegeta, and he's like, why don't you dodge? And he's like, executing uh, dot, dot like and he's like, why is it a subroutine? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh,
3: programming jokes.
1: I just can't, I just can't, I'm, I'm just blown away by how much sense it makes for him. Now that, now that you said the out of breath animal versus a robot form, I, just, uh, I cannot wait I until this that. comes
3: up again and it's not consistent whatsoever.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I probably this is good
3: fan canon, but it's going to come apart immediately. I can tell.
1: I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'd be, I feel like it's the kind of thing that, um, that it, it would, it may like it, it. I it probably doesn't come up. It probably doesn't come up again. And like I said, they can still probably be out of breath as robots, but it's just in this particular situation it works.
3: Yeah, I like. What do you think? Do you think it's Terminator uh, Two rules, just organic uh, matter over a robotic endoskeleton, or what?
2: I like. I I honestly think that it has to be something uh, at least a little bit more of a mesh at some point. Like especially in the robot forms, I what's uh like i've learned this uh, after the fact that what's called the kibble basically the parts that kind of stick out to kind of give you the idea of what their form is when they're transformed so like you know cheetah's cheetah head on his on his front and stuff like that but you know like they seem to be even though you know robotic when they're in the robot forms they also kind of have an odd uh organic thing to them too so like i think the robot forms are more of a mixture. While animal forms might be more of a um, just like an organic shell over over a ro- robotic skeleton. So
1: in this in the second episode, Megatron bites Optimus and there's <laughs> and there's robot parts on his leg. Yeah.
4: So, yeah. so
1: there are there are uh, it's not like it's not like they're they're not animorphs. They're not literally like <laughs> morphing. But I think I think that um, at least like sort of canonically. There is some sort of metamorphosis. It's not literally just they flip the head over and then it's a robot head. Like there's there's some sort of um metamorphosis yeah, and, between the, and, the organic and the technology.
0: And like one thing I might
1: support that
0: actually is the fact that Cheetor's gun is a stomach thing. So it actually is his stomach when he's a fucking cheetah. Mm-hmm. It literally becomes a stomach. His gun does. So he's got a he's got a black hole in his stomach. <laughs>
1: That's why he eats so well, much and never Doesn't gains any so weight. <laughs> I I don't know. I assume I assume that Cheetor as the teenager character must eat
4: yeah.
2: a lot. <laughs> he just must. I mean, uh, I always mean, oh, imagine Rhinox always going, you know, going in the morning to get serious like, "Oh, Cheetor ate all the Cinnamon toast crunch again." <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's just yeah. in cheetah
3: mode, and it's in a bowl on the ground. He just like <laughs> picks his head up, and he's dripping with milk. What?
1: Oh, it's so <laughs> cute. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. Yep. That's, <laughs> that sounds like that would be that would be a thing that Cheetor would do. Ah, oh, man, yeah, and we haven't seen him eat because we've seen so far. I should see. I should keep start a an a, 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 an eating tally. Because so far we've seen uh, we saw Rat Trap eating an apple and we see or eating an apple core, and uh, and we see and we saw uh, pterosaur. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're in just this
4: one.
1: we're just gonna see we're just gonna see we're just gonna see Cheetor
0: like r- like ram into a wildebeest and like tear the to <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I don't think that happens in this show. <laughs> although although they did to be fair I guess to be fair though they did I mean having having pterosaur kill that eagle. Like, it, that was a pretty... Like, that's a pretty shocking... Yeah, it was pretty bloodless, scene. though. Like, he swallows oh it all. Oh, my God. Something I, about you imagine it, like, like,
0: the fact
3: that they used a bald eagle, eagle was kind of amazing, though. Like, the I, yeah. it wasn't a nondescript hawk or bird. No, it was a very specific animal.
1: And there was just, the, and it was, like established, like, established that it's moving very majestically and stuff. I yeah. just
2: remember the terrible, terrible ending to Double Dynabot episode. Excuse me? <laughs>
3: No, nope, don't, don't recall. There,
2: there, it's
3: don't go too up. much
2: into
0: it if it's coming yeah, up. Yeah,
2: it's. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Remember we, this for next yes, time when we get I, to I'm it. going to make a note of this because we're going to have to get into it.
0: <laughs> okay. So, after Cheetor wrenches the mountain, Rhinox is like floating mountain, and Rattrap thinks Cheetor has his circuits crossed, saying, even on this weird dirt ball, mountains mm-hmm. don't fly. And then Cheetor corrects him, saying, Not fly! Float! And he sits knows <laughs> yes. what he saw. It is a Optimus tells, Yes, floating just stays in one place, flying like goes yeah. all over the place. But um, uh, Optimus tells Rhinox to intensify parameter scan and contact Dinobot saying he wants a perimeter scan, sorry. Dinobot saying he wants those Predacons spotted before asking Cheetor to tell him where he saw the floating mountain. We get a pretty good shot of the globe here as he points to the locations and the screen transitions. It cuts a pterosaur who is flying back to the mountain, saying to himself, The the Energon must be unstable. I, I I need more of it enough to finish off the Maximals for good!
2: Oh, and what's um, this? The Energon on this planet is not stable? What a yeah, surprise. Like, hang
0: on. <laughs> Actually, I wanna go back to the globe thing for a second there I kinda of pass over it. But did did anyone read any
2: trivia about the globe? Like Um yeah, actually, let's see. I think in the TF Wiki, where is it? They mentioned once again that, uh, where is it? Oh, there, there was a point where it mentioned mentioned the uh, the. Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, let's see. In that, con- the continents look similar to Earth, but they're not close to get. They're too close together. Europe and Africa are far more northern rel- relative to the Americas compared to where they should be, and Cheetah pairs do point to a location in North America. Which uh, I think we mentioned, like in the first episode, it kind of looks more like they are in like uh, southern Africa when they landed. Yeah.
3: Well, it's a small world, after all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we cut. We cut. We missed the part where Cheetor's like, "Wait, no, no, here, no, maybe it was here, no, it was definitely here." <laughs> um. But yeah, as as he makes his way to his fix, we see Tarantulas has followed Pterosaur going to himself and saying, that's right, leave me see a secret. Then we'll see who commands who and finishes with an evil laugh. Oh, uh,
1: Tarantulas. Back the- so yeah, Tren- <laughs> So then I guess back Tarantulas the- does want to be the boss.
3: I think Tarantulas Tren- yeah. just wants to kill everybody and just be alone. Yeah, <laughs> He
0: might be like my, my current D&D character who just wants to kill everyone in the party, but he can't because he's down in between.
1: He, he, he wants to hungry. kill everybody in the party, but he can't, because that wouldn't be fun.
0: Yeah, I pretty much, well, I'm, I I'm, i don't want to get into my D&D thing on here, but he's a, he's a cyborg ninja, and he's programmed to listen to one of the characters, and the character specifically told me he couldn't kill them all, so oh, okay.
2: can't do it. Oh, but see, he can't
0: That's kill them all. That's yeah, well, He's told he can't kill anyone unless he has to defend himself, oh. pretty much. Uh, yeah, he's very upset so, about this because I'm playing a chaotic evil ninja assassin.
1: So, so it's like it's like the the laws of robotics, except for the their prior The first and second laws are swapped.
3: <laughs> I guess so. Kind of reminds um, me of uh, there was a, a character my girlfriend played one time that was a uh, it was a dinosaur in a um, in a in power armor that was based on Jane from Firefly. And we spent the whole first session just setting up the world, and she didn't get to shoot anything, and she was super pissed. <laughs> she was a dinosaur, what a dinosaur in power armor. It was oh god, what it was? Uh, rifts. It was uh, a oh. big mashup of various rifts uh, stuff, and I was the robot in that one, and cool. I was way overpowered, but I was uh, pacifistic. I was a I was a medic.
1: <laughs> so I think uh, I, was, I think I yeah. I think I misspoke. I think the that would be the first and third laws cuz isn't the third law the one that lets the robot defend itself? Cuz the first law is hurt. the first law is you can't hurt humans.
3: Don't the hurt second, humans, let no harm come to humans, let no harm come to yourself so long as it's not uh in conflict with the first two
1: laws. Right. So so cuz the whole yeah, there was like a ro- there was that short story and like they programmed the robot to like basically like let somebody die instead of instead of not letting him die or something.
0: Like iRobot where like the Will Smith's character is all mad because the robot saved him
1: instead of someone else. Um. So it was yeah, – but it's not – yeah. I mean I think it was in the collection with iRobot, the story that I'm referring to. Um, but iRobot, the movie, was based on the title of an ice Asimov uh, uh, story, as I understand it. Not, it didn't really have anything. with yeah. that awesome yeah, story. Yeah, I figured. But, uh, but yeah, I think it, I think it was actually that same collection of short stories that that was that, was, that iRobot was in, but I can't remember. It might have been I, I don't know. It was a book. But anyway, Back to the Maximals. <laughs> <laughs> so.
3: Let's stop talking about robots and start talking about <laughs> beast machines. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. no, that's, uh, that's not for a while Beast of Jesus is yeah. for, for a while um, yeah. so uh, what happens next to the show well, um, back
0: to Maxwell's they've got the, uh, the hollow map opened and Rhinox is detecting two Predacon signatures whom he says look like Pterosaur and he's about to say who the other is before being cut off from an Energon interference and after pressing a few buttons Optimus says a mountain of it to be more precise Tidor triumphantly says, Told you, Rat Breath! And Rat Trap retorts, he thinks Optimus and him both need to be debugged.
4: <laughs> <They're> like... <laughs> yeah.
0: Even though the map clearly shows it, so wouldn't it be
1: the map's error and not Optimus's? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. I don't know. Well, maybe but... you know. Maybe rat Trap can't actually read the map. Yeah, actually, I <laughs> well, means... Optimus and Rhinox know how to read the map.
3: Yeah, maybe the Rat Trap just
1: relies more on his sense of smell. I'm pretty
0: sure the map like straight up shows up it, as a hologram. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. But map. you know, he like,
1: you know, but right that, that, you know, Rat Trap doesn't agree with that interpretation of that of what that image means.
0: Alright. <laughs> so Rhinox though says that it is possible if the Energon weren't stable, like all the Energon here, and there was big enough concentration it could lift the mountain off the ground. And Optimus agrees, ordering Rat Trap to rig for demolition, meet him at the roof hatch in five cycles. Rat asks why, and Optimus says they're going to blow up the mountain before the Predacons secure it. Okay, Knuckles will not be pleased that they're blowing up the Master Emerald.
1: If you blow up the the this a mountain of of unstable My sonic energon joke went doesn't way that, over like your head. yeah I know but this, <laughs> yeah, is like biggest, this is like the biggest this is like legitimately a a thing that kind of upset me about about this episode. Like if you yeah. blow up a mound of energon that's unstable, that's a mountain. Won't that like? Haven't they been worried that doing that would blo- would destroy the whole planet because uh, there's so no, much. No, because this isn't
3: connected to the line? rest of the planet. It's floating.
2: Yeah, and I was going <laughs> to say that too. And don't forget that they have blown up a mountain of Vinterjon before, and it has and and it seems like the planet can take it. So they probably maybe, at least maybe after seeing that
0: that it wasn't too big of a deal, they're just willy nilly about it. like ah whatever, I, just fucking I, blow up it don't off. I don't <laughs> like. The, I don't. What's like
1: the worst that, that could happen? The, the whole planet could get destroyed. Like yeah, they said about the atomic reactions. bomb, I mean, and
3: those worked out just fine.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like it's like it would be like if they were like, oh yeah, well we you know we bombed those two cities in in Japan, uh, you know, and it didn't cause the end of the world. So let's just you know, if somebody wants to nuke somebody else, then that's fine. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty just sure keep at on escalating
3: point. and testing larger and larger weapons that happened in real life.
2: You know, I'm pretty sure at this point that, you know, another mountain of unstable Energon exploding is going to do too much. You'd have to, like, uh, cause all the unstable Energon to ignite and explode at the same time for it to destroy the planet. And how's that going to happen?
1: I, I don't know. I just, I just, it just really, it felt like this legitimately felt like a plot inconsistency and not a, and not in the sense of, like, a, uh, of of like a we I said you know you said something that that sounded weirdly technical or the 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 <laughs> yeah
3: continents well, the same
1: places they were last week like
3: I kind of read it as in that first episode uh, or the first two episodes uh, or yeah uh, the the mountain of energy on they weren't sure how deep it went so if it was connected to veins of energy on through the whole planet then it would all chain react but a floating uh a floating mountain isn't isn't the same situation at all like but, if it if if it was I mean, like a tip yeah, of the it's... iceberg situation then it could possibly destroy the planet if it just kept on going down deep into the earth
2: i will agree that it is still a little reckless i mean you know it could be like basically si- saying a fire that, you know, explodes and like a chunk could hit another chunk uh on the ground that might be connected to something and that and then again the chain reaction and there we go. Yeah. Oh they've but,
3: totally destroyed the uh the ecosystem around oh, yes. like, the mountainous.
2: Yeah, I
1: mean I mean it just it just really it just really um seemed seemed very counter to what we've been and and they don't you know it's not like they know this type of energy is differently unstable than the general unstable on like like i mean it's clear it clearly is because it the other you know when they went into the mountain they didn't all become super crazy powerful they all shorted out you know so um so i mean it's obviously something slightly different and they don't uh, it, yeah it's, it feels very yeah it feels very reckless and just without even talking they're like up oh, well it made it made uh, it made that guy strong we got to blow it up like it just seemed it seemed very like i i don't know
4: like, I think
0: they staying with the whole. thing. Yeah. Like, they could have used it for themselves too, but I guess that's not really the maximal way.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, the it would have made. I, I, that's kind of what I thought was going to happen. I thought they were going to see it as an asset because I mean, they, they, the the sun. They thought they saw the sunflower seed thing as an asset, and they didn't know what the heck that was. Like both sides were fighting over it. So this I thought is like,
0: maybe. When like it first started out, that what was going to happen was that pterosaur systems are getting like damaged by doing this, and that that's why they don't decide to do it. But that never comes up. So, mm-hmm.
1: well, or or you could even you could have even had like a situation where it ended up blowing up, like and that would have been you know that would have made that would have also made sense. But the idea that they're going to they found a large energy deposit. And they're just going to it blow, blow it up this up. oil
3: field, so our enemies can't use it.
1: Well, right? Yep. It just seems it Which, seems very counter to to sort of what's been established so far in the show. The Maximals yeah, have adopted a scorched earth policy. <laughs> <laughs> scorched earth of two <laughs> moons. <laughs> yes. Yes.
4: Well, okay. I think that's um, my soapbox. We, get on... we can
1: move on. Yeah. I I just yeah, but, I wanted to I think... establish that's the that that was the it's thing. A, it's a good point.
4: Yeah,
0: I think before we go on to the next scene, though, I think we should take a little bit of a break. Okay,
1: I could nice use a day. drink. I could Not that kind of drink. drink. <laughs> well, when we get back, I'm going to tell a quick story about a time when I drank and podcasted. <laughs> Sounds good.
3: <laughs> I did that. It's called the uh, second episode of Common Rider Ghost. We'll see you guys
0: after the break.
1: Okay, welcome back to War and Beast. I am taking over hosting duties for about thirty seconds so that I can share a a, converse, a little story, fun story with all of you uh, beasties out there. So, um, so I, I believe so was, uh, John before we uh, went on a break uh, joked about uh, getting a, an alcoholic beverage uh, for podcasting purposes. Now, I want to. This is a little uh, public service announcement or whatever. Uh, if you're ever guesting on a podcast and you normally have a drink while you podcast um, be sure to keep in mind the length of the amount of time that said podcast lasts versus the uh, length of time that your podcast normally is so when I back in the days when I played magic I had a podcast called uh, kitchen Finks which uh, our Skype call lasted about an hour so you know we get on the call we talk for five minutes we'd Record for about forty-five minutes, and we talk for a couple more. So I, you know, be sipping a drink during the during the podcast, and by the end, maybe I was maybe I was feeling it a little bit, but it even still wasn't hardly kicking in. Um, so late in this time, I switched from uh, drinking mixed drinks to drinking uh, more more hard more harder liquor. You know, sipping on some some uh, bourbon or something like that, rather than drinking a, a rum and coke. Or something, uh, and I went on this other podcast called uh, Commander Cast, which our, which their podcast uh, was closer to the length of this podcast uh, in the recording time. <laughs> I was not prepared for that, and so uh, yes, there's a difference between the amount of drunk you get if you're drinking for, uh, you know, a half hour, forty five minutes, versus for like three hours,
4: <laughs> and.
1: And it it kind of and I kind of just kept the same pace up and it got about an hour and a half, two hours into it, and I was like, "Uh oh," because <laughs> it all hit me. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, don't so be be aware of that, kids. If you're gonna drink while you're podcasting, and if your kids don't drink while you're podcasting, because that means you're under 21. Okay, that, that so back back to the show. This has been a PSA from Warren
0: Beast. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back to the mountain. And Pterosaur is approaching. Tarantulus isn't so far behind him, and he transforms. Although his system warned him of the danger of being a robot mode, he states he has plenty of time before shooting his grappling hook into the mountain and then immediately transforming back to beast mode to climb up. So yeah, he clearly had like way a lot of a lot of time. I was um, wondering why he didn't just like shoot a web as a spider. Like maybe he can't shoot webs as a spider. Maybe he can only like because later
3: on you know you spiders can actually do that, right? <laughs> H- like Spider Man can.
0: <laughs> well, later on in the, in the episode, true. though, he does repel down a web coming out of his butt.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, spiders can repel down, they, but they can't, like, fire it like a grappling hook.
2: Okay, so yeah, I was saying, that,
3: like, it's like. It would be fun. even more terrifying if that were the case. Jesus.
2: <laughs> uh, just be walking around and suddenly you get hit by a string of web and you're like, oh, where did this come from? Just be. So- uh,
0: Optimus and Rattrap arrive as well. Rattrap hanging on to Optimus' back as he flies down in robot mode. Rattrap isn't having a good time of it, though, saying, Man, oh man, if I wanted to fly, I would have become a bat, not a rat! And I have to imagine this is Optimus thinking himself here, like, hmm, that wouldn't be such a bad idea. And this is where his alternate version had its genesis.
3: (laughs) Is is his alternate version just like a dream he's had?
0: Could be, from this... Like tonight, he has this dream about him becoming a
1: bat because of a one sentence that Ratham has, and thus the toy was made. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. Because there was a toy. I I don't know, Joe, if you knew if you knew this, but the, yeah, yeah I, there was a
4: toy I, I remember the primal. the for com- it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess how
3: was, was
1: Primal. How's it Primal if it's the bats aren't Primal? That's kind of primal. Yeah, they Just are. Mean, like, it means animalistic, doesn't it? Yeah, but it like, like, when you talk about it in that context, it's usually implying ape. No,
2: that is not. I Don't I think so. Sorry, I, I, well, <laughs> I I always thought I mean, of it, it as like a, early mean, a, human, but that's it. As like a double pun in, in Optimus's uh, case, that you know, primal as in primal a- instincts and primal animals, but also as apes and ape-like. Okay. So it was like a double pun for for him. Well, I
0: guess I think of it because, like, in fourth edition, they introduced of D and D. If you don't know what I mean by just saying fourth edition, they introduced the primal <laughs> power path. So there's like in the original D and D, there was like okay, there's there's arcane magic, there's divine magic, and then there's martial characters. And in fourth, they 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 made like and also psionic characters, I guess, in other editions. But in fourth, they made it so that there's um instead of instead of druids and rangers and all those. Nature class is being considered divine casters. They are considered primal casters.
1: Yeah, I guess I just I think it fits. It feels better as a as in being an, as in being an ape. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, lending itself to the early humans or or whatever you know stuff that's stuff that's a prime, prime ape, You know, primate stuff. Prime ape. Yeah, this is Pokemon. Great ape. <laughs> <laughs> but Optimus explains that it's the fastest way and
0: asks a Rat Trap to stop wiggling. Rat Trap is still freaking out when they come to the mountain, and Rat Trap gives a whistle, saying he owes the Pussycat an apology.
2: I, I gotta say though, the scene of a of a rat flying on a giant robot is still like a really cool thing.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure he forgot. Just like he, I, 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 I'm sure he definitely apologized to Cheater later and didn't conveniently. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, what you talking like, about? No, there Cheater,
2: was... you know. Sorry, bro. You know, I just
4: no. He was right. That is,
2: was real. There is no, no floating mountain. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's no <laughs> floating mountain. I
1: don't know what so you were talking about. Right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, so, what do you? So, which is better, do you guys? Since you guys are gushing over this uh, uh, rat trap flying on Optimus's back, which is better, this or Optimus riding ri- riding Rhinox and ha- with with Rat Trap riding Optimus? That
0: the latter. Optimus on Rhinox with Rat on Optimus. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I just wanted to establish that that is definitely the best. Yeah.
3: Yes, no question, no contest. Turducken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that was no, that was that was a, uh, a tarantula eating a rat, or was the other way around? I don't remember. No, no, it, it was, was that. A, it was,
2: yeah, it was Rat Trap eating tarantulas, then being eaten by Cheetor. So <laughs> that, was, that, was the, that was the Cybertronian Terdakin. <laughs>
3: There's there's some there's some boar stories I have not heard apparently.
0: <laughs> oh God. Um, oh. But after we land, Optimus comments on how Cheetor was right as well, and that the mountain is bristling with energon, and that they'll have to use their robot forms sparingly. Uh, Rat Trap wants to just blow his joint and head back to base, but they come across Pterosaur, charging himself up again. He repeats Megatron's catchphrase: "Yes, yes." <laughs> Yes, and Ratchet remarks, "Uh oh, this is bad."
1: that's the commercial. So, on this take of the, on this time when Pterosaur, uh is is charging up, did you guys notice he's like phasing in and out of existence?
2: Yeah, I, I think will he did that, that in minute here. here. <laughs>
1: like he kind of blinked out of existence there for a second. Uh-huh. Okay, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't paying
2: attention the first time.
0: Oh yeah, he I, totally is. Crazy.
2: It's 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 a little worrisome. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that that should be a concern that you suddenly just don't exist when you're getting a power-up. You went into a space between spaces.
1: I mean, he was no. just flashing.
3: Into his the... sprite was just flashing in and out because he was powering up. Did he did <laughs> you go into the
1: upside-down? Oh, no. <laughs> Is he going to talk with well. Christmas lights? <laughs>
0: <laughs> After the commercial break, Rat Trap continues. Now what, fearless leader? That Pred looks like he could eat Tyronium. What the fuck is Tyronium?
2: I have <laughs> no idea.
0: Is that a real thing? I I don't think so. He's a, a guy at my new friend, back I, on
3: Cybertron.
0: I was gonna say, like I, I've known people named Tyrone, but Tyroneum.
3: Listeners, <laughs> is that
0: an element? That, that Tyroneum is an element. Okay, Tyroneum. so it's a band. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about him eating a band.
1: <laughs> They're on Instagram <laughs>
0: you know,
2: and YouTube. You know what maybe it's uh one of the the unnamed elements that they have found but aren't stable enough like unanunium or or whatever those, which is literally just 110 uh zero like as the placement
1: you know what you know what it is it's they were they were thinking ahead and it's a it's a uh it's an element that a black dude named tyrone uh discovered, so they're like being inclusive why is he gotta be black yo? because his name's Tyrone and I'm racist. Okay, as long as we're establishing this. Yeah, 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 I mean, that was, yeah, that's kind of the joke, is that...
3: He could I just was... be Dipper's, to- D- Dipper's, uh, clone.
0: <laughs> Anywho, Optimus <laughs> yeah. offers that his circuits won't be able to hold the charge for long, and that while he draws Pterosaur away, Trap can set the charges. Before coming back for him, Trap says, What if you get blasted? It's a long way down. Optimus, like a badass, remarks, Sure is.
1: There's a Dota 2 profile for something called Tyronium.
0: That's another Tyronium fact by Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> and Matchup says he hates a wise bot. By Kendall. <laughs> and after letting himself be known for it by transforming, Pterosaur thanks Optimus for saving saving him the trouble of hunting him down, and they fly off to have a robot dogfight. But, I mean,
4: not you like how you dogs. might expect.
0: Yeah, I was going to say not like how you expect Beast force to handle that. They aren't dogs now. <laughs> it's like when when
2: playing Spite it's a, Yeah. <laughs> Which is a, actually I think kind of a cool scene, you know, like they're flying oh, around cool.
4: you know, Yeah, flying this it's mountain.
2: Like, there's debris of the like rocks from the mountain kind of floating around so they have to weave in between them. Yeah. And like there's there's one scene where like they're while he's flying, he he cuts his rock and ducks behind a rock so he goes past.
0: Yeah, it was it was
2: it was a good set piece. Yeah. He, he,
0: Optimus does a pretty good job of dodging Pterosaur's fire and he even gets a good shot in himself, making Pterosaur angry. But back to back trap.
1: Apparently one of ter- the Tyronium oh. bands, um uh, <laughs> I'm does, <so> glad. <laughs> does game and TV themes every week. Huh. It's just it's just such a weird, like because no. it's a made-up word, and lot like there's like lo- it seems to be that there are lots of people that use this as their, as their you online handle. I,
3: I I you gotta wonder how many of these are Beast Wars uh, references and how many of them <laughs> are just weird coincidences.
0: Um, that'd be the most obscure Beast Wars reference ever. It, I bet have never mentioned it again. But it's just like
3: yeah. You
2: know, so what, what else is Dota two? That's a thing, right? Do- like, Dota's a MOBA, uh, a <laughs> uh, active I was Defense just about to ancient's too. Yeah. It's, you know mod
3: for uh, Warcraft 3.
2: Okay. Like, it's it's what's it, uh, massive online battle arena where basically you get hero characters. Yeah. And... You know League
1: of Legends is Kendall? Well, I know I know the yeah. name League of Legends, but I don't okay. actually know what League of Legends is.
3: All right. So, yeah. Jordan continue are, your explanation. Lanes?
2: Yeah. <laughs> um it, it there yeah, basically there it, it's usually set up like there are Specifically lanes, um, but like Heroes of the Storm, uh, Defense of the Agents too, which is what Dota is, and League of Legends are all basic examples. And okay. like everyone gets – like everyone picks like a hero character and – There's usually the bas-
3: a ridiculous number of heroes you can pick. Too, yeah. Like.
2: Okay. And they have all their like own sets and weaknesses and, and, and traits and stuff like that. And basically you can either like randomly – Join a team and try against another team to either, like, sometimes maps have different things. Like, the basic idea is that your side will randomly spawn minions and their side will randomly spawn minions. And they'll just keep marching towards each other trying to destroy, like, your main structure. And you're basically just trying to help along there, like, either by killing the minions and and uh, clearing the path for them or, you know, keeping the other heroes. Yeah, enemy and heroes. Your, your heroes
0: level up during the fight okay. too. Yeah. So
2: you can like get yeah. like they stay every
0: fight starts with your guy at level one and then every single match you get to like level them mm. up and pick different abilities and stuff like that. Okay, try to push your,
3: push the stalemate against the uh, the enemy team.
0: Before MOBAs were like a genre and it was just Dota, I, I kind of described it as like it's like you know how like The shooters where you have like the full on campaign mode, but then you have multiplayer matches where it's like kind of like a a condensed 15 minute version of a shooter. Right. It's like that for RPGs. Dota's like that for RPGs. It's it's a quick 15 minute Hmm. RPG match. Okay.
3: And it's got uh, tower defense elements too, only it's a tower on each side.
1: Okay. I know what tower
4: defense games are. yeah. yeah.
3: Think about think about all the little mob mobs spawning from your base going towards the enemy base and vice okay. versa, and then you've got to try to give your side the advantage.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can we can get. It. I just I think Tyronium <laughs> is a character in Dota. I think that's okay. what. I think okay. that is what where where I was what I was going for, and I with this I'm going to close that window. Yeah, I was
3: going to (laughs) say, it it, it reminds me of, I I saw a uh, poster that had uh, a bunch of bands on it, and one of the band names was Zex Marquee, and I was like, there's no way that's named after the Gundam Wing character, right? And I looked it up, and they (laughs) totally were. And then they had been around for like six years already by that point.
1: I love that shit. I got got so excited when I was watching the X-Files, and I found out that Eve 6 was uh, was a a reference to an X-Files episode. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it's cool, you know. It's just
3: the stuff. My my gap between watching X Files and listening to Eve Six was pretty wide. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, yeah, mine mine too. But but I remembered that the band was a name, and then I I guess I watched. Well, I saw the X Files episode well after Eve e, e, the Eve Six band existed, or maybe they okay. still exist. I don't know. What happens next in the? No, episode? They're still around. I'm pretty sure. Well, we go back to Rat Trap. <laughs> okay. 'Cause I stopped paying and, attention when I was reading all the stuff about tyronium. <laughs>
0: a, a character says for the third time this episode that he needs to work fast. And again the computer reminds him of the danger and mirroring what might be the audience's feelings, brushes it off with yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he
1: uses
0: so, his rep oh, sorry, yeah. So
1: this is so this is where we see we do hear the male voice of the computer is is uh, rat traps. Or we hear it with oh, yeah. with Rat Trap, and we hear it with uh, with Optimus. It's a it's some dude, which they've I switched over to the to the male version of Siri. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's weird. It's like it's like the episode of uh, it's the Mirror Mirror episode of Star Trek, where where the they go to the mirror universe and it's a male computer voice or it's a female. I forget which. It's the opposite gender computer voice. It's a it's just it's an interesting it's an interesting kind of jarring touch. Uh, oh, Proceed. I don't know why I didn't notice that before. It's cool. Um,
0: but yeah, he uses his replicators in his arms to set the charges and transforms, hoping Optimus will get back in time. Back to the fight, Pterosaur snags Optimus by hitting a floating rock above him and shoots him down afterwards. Optimus starts experiencing an energon surge and has to transform with Pterosaur looming over him. Cut back to Rad Trap. There's a ton of cuts in this part here. hmm He's attacked by tarantulas, but manages to shake him off by running under a small rock bridge too short for both of them, which doesn't
1: have time to play with them. And and the and the rock bridge, like it looks like he ran into like like there was also glass there. Yeah, it was it it was like a
3: wily coyote like roadrunner move. It was just really weird.
0: I loved it. I love when they throw in like really cartoony things in these things.
1: I like that they. I really like that they do it like once or twice an episode like they do it they do it just enough to be like you you thought this was one of those serious cartoons made for 13 year olds no this is actually made for people who are nine and a half years old yeah. <laughs> or people who just like things that are yeah i mean and it can be enjoyed it can be enjoyed on multiple levels but it's just like if you ever thought that this was the dark gritty
4: super serious <laughs> no.
1: and then and then it gets it's not yet it's, I mean, yeah I mean it's just yeah I, I don't know where it goes but I mean like you know I feel like Beast Wars is sort of one of those shows that's like oh man remember how awesome that show was like you don't think of it as being a as being a show that had lots of the the you don't think you don't remember the jokes you just remember yeah, the really yeah. like, the cool mythology of it all and- oh,
2: <laughs> I remember the jokes but that's just because I really like their jokes.
1: I guess I'm talking about people who saw it when they were twelve and haven't watched yeah. it in twenty years.
0: Yeah, like I suppose you've seen it before. you've watched rewatched a few times, haven't you, Jordan? Or is that crazy? Oh yeah.
2: I watched it. I watched it like multiple times, so
0: Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I- after he says he doesn't have time to play with them, Tarantula says that he's insists and jumps in front of him. <laughs> and they start fighting. Ra- and I love creep. this because... Rat just starts
2: pummeling him with little rat punches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Wait, does,
2: he, does he call him Eight Eyes again? Later, he does. He call, does. Yeah, okay. At
1: one point, he does, call, right before he throws mud in his eyes.
0: Yeah. So, back to Pterosaur, Right before he can finish off Optimus, he runs out of power and has to transform.
2: And tells Optimus he'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Just showing that the hits don't last as long as before. Right, right yep. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
3: He's building a tolerance.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, he'll be back after he rejuices. Back to Rat Trap again. Lots of cuts. They start grappling over a cliff edge before breaking up. Ratchelis taunts that Rat Trap can't swim when, as he is his superior. Rat Trap tells him to stick it in his command module. Eight Eyes. So, yeah, so, that's a pretty
4: good
3: line. Like, that's a pretty good, like, substitute robot words for real words.
0: Oh, totally.
1: But the eight eyes thing is totally off because he's got nine eyes. So so my last mm-hmm. note the on the episode, the last note I wrote is command module is butt, question mark. <laughs> the command yes. module
3: is mouth. That's what you command with. Imagine okay. Sexy Talk Transformers. I'm okay. gonna but but, command it,
1: but that, he's not saying stick it in your mouth. He's saying stick it up your butt.
3: No, he's saying stick
2: yeah. it in your craw. Yeah, uh, okay. stick it in your pie hole. that Yeah, cuz there no the, I mean there is there are those two ones. One is, you know, like you know stick it up your ass and then the other's, you know, just cram it, you know. So, I guess he was more going for the cram it than than the other.
1: Okay. I mean, okay. I guess would that, have said exhaust port. Right. Yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. wrong again. See, this is why it's good <laughs> that you guys pay attention to the episodes. And-
3: and Kendall,
0: I, I was with you. I thought he meant the other thing. But I
1: guess <laughs> it makes more sense to put command module being the mouth. So No, see this is this is one of my favorite things about when I listen to rewatch podcasts. Because you know that when I said that there was a listener that was like, No, he was talking about mouth, you idiot. And and I love it when the discussion rolls around and somebody else corrects the person that was wrong. Yeah,
3: oh yeah, totally. I, I I love that when I'm like when I'm listening to a podcast and I'm like, no guys, no, wait, hold on, like it's pre recorded, I can't say anything, right. and then somebody else catches my point anyway. I
0: mean, oh, actually, what's even worse than rewatch podcasts? Though, is let's plays where you're
3: really like watching someone do a game and you're like, it's right there. You just missed that what <laughs> and then they're uh, just criticizing oh man this game's so badly designed like they don't give you a way to do this and you're like oh my god they just <laughs> taught you
0: to be <laughs> fair George i've tried like i've i've tried making a let's play before and i totally did that shit even though like <laughs> i've played the game a million times fine as soon as you start trying to like record yourself doing something you you fuck up. it just happens
1: yeah. I'm so yeah, bad at video watch, uh, games. I have goes. I had thought about doing like a Let's Play channel where I like try to beat the first level, and just and just fail because I'm bad at video games. So uh-huh. I thought
3: about doing uh, face cam uh, horror game stuff way back when that was still a novelty, and then I just never did it. And then I realized uh-huh. I probably wouldn't want to do it.
2: Podcasting my my is
1: better
3: anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, I still wanted you to Let's Plays, but. Fair enough. <laughs> not, not face cam ones, though, myself. That's not, thanks. Because it's the anomaly with your voice. Well, <laughs> I
0: I wouldn't mind having a presence online, but, anyways. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> uh, where was I?
3: So, uh, Tarantulas
0: charges rat trap, and then the rat trap throws mud in his eyes, and Tarantulas barrels off the cliff, tumbling to an outcropping below. That'll teach him not to mess with the rat. Petraps sees Terrasaur returning and surmises Optimus lost that he is now trapped on the mountain.
2: And he's kind of resigned to it, too. Yeah.
3: yeah. He, he, had, he was like, I knew I was going to die
2: here. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, like, he he like, like, he's like, every day. like, at least I'm going out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Says that later, yeah. But uh, Terrasaur returns
0: to the Energon to find the Chargers, and then recognizing the danger makes his escape. Tarantulas is the same, rappelling down on a web, and Trap says that at least he's going off a bang. There you go. Yep. Optimus appears, though, and says the only place they're going is home, and tells Rattrap to get on his back. So I, just, says, fi-
4: oh, go I ahead. just figured out why
1: Rattrap and Dinobot don't get along, because Rattrap always thinks he's going to die, and Dinobot always thinks that people already died. So they just can't, <laughs> they just can't see... See eye to eye because they just have they just have such completely different worldviews. views.
2: Always writing each other off.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're always writing each other off. In that Rat Trap is writing himself off, and Dinobot is writing, <laughs> writing Rat Trap
3: off. It, it, it's an introvert versus an extrovert.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So
0: Rat Trap asks, says, "Make Leo like a bird," but Optimus says that he can't change the robot mode, or he might be permanently fried by the energon. He leaps in slow motion off the mountain and drops a ridiculous diff- – I, I wrote that wrong. That's why I fucked up that. But I'm going <laughs> to say it again. He leaps in slow motion off the mountain and drops a ridiculous distance before catching himself on a tree branch, ripping his arms out of their sockets, and he dies in the fall. <laughs> okay. That doesn't happen. But What? I mean, like, that's a ridiculous, like, he falls, like, that's a hundred feet or more,
3: like. No, yeah, I mean, if he landed on something, he would have been dead because he grabbed the edge of a, you know, edge of a platform. Now he's fine. Because,
0: because that doesn't, like, break your arms, or like I said, rip them out of their sockets.
1: <laughs> like, he's very, he's very <laughs> built, to, he's built to last. Just, it's yeah. just like in, uh, I've been playing Bionic Commando, and they said that because my boots are really heavy, I can jump from really high levels. That's how physics works in, in uh, video at games. At least
3: Optimus complains about, like, the pain in his arms and on his yeah. back.
1: <laughs> he, like, says, um, he just didn't
3: make any mention of it, it's like, well, okay, I guess he just has invincible arms then.
0: Yeah, he, he, he refers to them as, like, uh, they feel like refried
1: rubber bands. Why are you why frying your rubber bands? Why do I they don't... know what frying is? Oh, oh, I just thought of this. I just thought of this. So this would also explain why they only had mapped 500 meters from the thing because they're actually the size of the physical toys. So he's actually only like, um, like, you know, like six (laughs) inches tall. No,
4: No. so so he
1: jumped from up there. So it's like an ant jumping off of the thing or like a cat jumping off of the thing.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
3: yeah. They they covered, they covered this in an episode of the real ghostbusters when they were shrunk real small, they could fall off a skyscraper and landed on a car windshield and didn't get splatted because of the air resistance. So, you explained um, it. See, I told you I could relate anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Um, but yeah, I thought what was going to happen was he was going to transform into the last second, or maybe he, like those floating rocks on the outside, he would like they would start falling, and he would like start jumping from rock to rock, kind of thing. But no, nah, just
3: just do just a reverse jump. Sonic from the Sonic CD intro. Yes, exactly. Love that intro so much.
0: But yeah, Rat says it was crazy, and Optimus says, "Yeah, well, sometimes crazy works," and tells Rat Trap he did a good job. And Rat Trap like turns the delivery copy of it. that
3: line, by the way, like, just yeah, yeah. Know, like, sometimes crazy works." I love Optimus this episode actually,
0: with the whole like, if you, it's like if you get blasted, you'll fall a crazy distance, and he's like, "Yep," <laughs> and then here he's just like, "Yeah, well, crazy works."
3: it they, like, and, it's uh, so like, they knew this was a filler episode, so it's like, "Yeah, there's no <laughs> consequences."
1: Yeah, Bradford Well, returns I mean, a compliment Megatron died caveat. in this episode, right? He doesn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a permanent death. True. Dead. Yep, rocks He's fall, sorry. all die.
3: There are consequences to everything in Beast Wars. That's why it's such a mature show.
0: <laughs> I'm try saying a sentence one more time, but, uh, <laughs> returns a compliment with the caveat... So anyways... He did <laughs> not tell anyone, he did so! <laughs> okay, any, anyways uh pterosaur now on his way back to the dark side laments the loss of his mountain or his power but says at least he took out megatron yep however no returning. who greets him but megatron saying <laughs> well 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 look who's back and pterosaur goes blank white with fear
2: letting out a meek like, help literally he is like he, yeah, the color he is of, of, of his, his character. character bleaches <laughs> And then it looks Megatron like he's
3: a kills Pterosaur for his insolence and for his uh, insubordination, and we never see him again.
1: I love the help. So you're like help. You, you, <laughs> know what all bad happen- you know what all bad happened. You um, know what all bad happened. Because this probably is why Dinobot in the last episode thought he was in a maximal torture chamber. Um, Predacons probably have a torture chamber, and they ter- They every time Pterosaur tries to betray Megatron, he gets like. You know, two hours in the torture chamber, just for clockwork. reprogramming. A box, some clockwork orange shit. I wasn't even going so far as reprogramming. Like they just like, you know, because he knows he's. A, it, what's he gonna do? Join the Maximals? Like, I, I mean, the Predacons don't really. I feel like the cr- Predacons don't really aren't, aren't really like a collective unit. They don't have any loyalty to each other. They're just like, kind of all there because they wanted to have lots of energy on from from earth and they're kind of stuck together and they don't like the maximals so they want to fight the maximals. So like I feel like I feel like uh you know they kind of yeah. I mean he probably Megatron expects to get betrayed a little bit, right? Well his name's kind uh, of like yeah. a Sith
0: where it's like you have an apprentice and knowing
1: full well that he's supposed to try and kill you later. Mhm. Yeah, except and- for except for yeah, except for like I don't think Megatron would ever be would ever, like he doesn't expect well he I guess also the Sith don't expect that their apprentice everyone thinks they're going to be the most powerful one ever, um, it, it, you know. But yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like they're 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 ruling by by sheer power by sheer force of power. The fact of the matter is Megatron, possibly with Scorponok, Like if Megatron and if, if if the other three tried to tried to fight Megatron and Scorponok, they would all they would lose because Megatron is the strongest and Scorponok is the Scorponok is the second strongest Megatron is mm-hmm. the $20 toy Scorponok is a $15 toy the rest of them are 5 and $10 toys I could see Tarantulus winning if he used like
0: tactics that were good enough because he's pretty smart and stuff so but I, I, I could
1: see Yeah, I, I agree but here but here's the thing Tarantulus is smart enough to know not to get really excited cause he got a power boost and then immediately try to kill Megatron. Yeah.
3: He knows, he knows to stay off the radar until he you know
1: has the upper hand. Right. Right. If there was actually a situation, you know, if, if he was, if he was, if, if everybody was gone and Megatron was injured and he would, he might, you know, poison Megatron's, uh, oil liquid things, whatever, whatever Cheetor has instead of blood. I forget what it's called. Like Mecha, he might, mech fluid. Yeah, he might might poison Megatron's <laughs> mech fluid or something. Um, like if everybody else was gone and it was just him in there, and he was in, under Megatron's, you know, he was caring for Megatron himself or something. But uh, but I, yeah, he's not gonna because he's smart enough. First of all, he's smart enough. I mean, obviously, this is what happened in this episode. They killed Me- they killed Megatron, and what happens? Scorpion's like, you shouldn't have done that. I'm also strong, and I'm gonna help him anyway. So, yeah, like, just loves Megatron. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you have to take. You have to take both. You have to eliminate both of them, and then also, if you eliminate, like I said, if you eliminate two of your five people on your team, eventually you run out of people. <laughs> like, like what would happen? What, what would happen? He's gonna. Tarantulus is gonna ru- control Waspinator and Pterosaur. Oh, that's the, that's real great. <laughs> versus the, versus all of the Maximals.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, it wasn't clear that was the end of the episode. And I guess we'll move on to uh, questions now, because <laughs> uh, as Kendall thought, he, he said earlier, I'm not sure if it was on the actual podcast, but he thought it ended kind of abruptly, right? right.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> and I
0: now it, it, yeah. it kind of does feel that way now, but it didn't feel that way when I watched
1: it. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah thought it big, I thought there was going to be a big. I thought there was going to be a big Maximals versus Predacons fight, but I mean, the thing is, this is it's a 22 minute show. There are no B. I think I realize this. There are no B plots to this show, or at least not in these these few episodes. Yeah, no. It's yeah. it's pretty much. I mean, the closest thing was when you had the the transporter episode. There was sort of what's going on at the Maximal base and what's going on at the Predacon base. But but it really is a, a, a straight. You know, these are very linear um, storylines. It's 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 really it's interesting, um, in that. You know, in, in that so you have an episode that's very character driven. Like, I don't know there maybe there hasn't been one yet. Uh, I guess the the transporter one was pretty charactery, and then uh, yeah, and the or you, and the one with tarantulas, uh, the web one, right, right, yeah, and that one, book. yeah, that one was. Or you have like like last week's episode, which was very mythology driven, or this week's episode, which was more action driven. You sort of have one of those things that they try to do. They try to do that as well as they can without trying to insert extra extra b plots and i think it i think that might be one of the reasons that the show works as well as it does
0: well on to some questions we got last week uh we didn't get the <laughs> chance to answer this one um user from eric who's on the twa facebook group as well as the penny arcade forums he posts a lot uh, on the
1: facebook group yeah he's
0: cool guy hi eric um he asks <laughs> What would the hosts' animal form slash robot forms, and pun names
2: be? Um, I can probably guess mine would be a panda slash Snorlax
0: because why, that is. Why are you taking my
2: forms, dude? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> you took my yeah. platinum
0: games answer, and now you're taking the panda answer.
2: Sorry. Jeez, shit! No, I was kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I'd do something stupid like pandemonium, though.
0: That's great, panda, panda, pandemonium. It <laughs> works.
2: You probably know Kung Fu Chu, right? Uh, ha,
4: ha.
2: I will say that I did uh, almost immediately buy Mrs. Pandora when it came out. So yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone else want to answer that?
1: Oh, man, I don't know. Somebody else go first.
2: <laughs> I almost have Yo, an
3: answer. You're on the spot. Being the guest. Hey, What's up? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I went. I went straight to like Pokemon uh, as well uh, with the with that Snorlax comment before. Uh, so I was like, "Well, okay, uh, I guess it would be some kind of arm armadillo pangolin thing," because because Sandshrew and Sandslash are my boys, but I can't think of any good um, like pun names other than like armadillo or something. And and I'm
4: pretty <laughs> sure. Armadillo
3: that, from Mega Man X. I was gonna say like I'm pretty sure that's a Robot Master or or, uh, or uh, sorry a uh, Maverick. Yeah. I'm usually good with puns. This is just like you're getting me real late in the day, mm-hmm. and I didn't sleep mm-hmm. last night.
1: Okay, I think I think I've been thinking about this very hard. Uh, I think that I would be a spider, and I would be called Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> what could you do? Anything that a spider can. Of course, can you from a thread? <laughs> take a look overhead. Look out! <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's what it would be and and like and like it would be i feel like it would be like in a world where like they knew that that was copyright infringement but i would, would still you, would
0: you,
1: so would you be like a fusor where you're a fusion just a be... a spider no no i just <laughs> i just would be a, i was just i'd be a spider that turned into a robot i'd be a it would be literally the same mold as tarantulas and black arachnia um with a different you know obviously a different head like like theirs did um, maybe slight you know slight variations but it would be just i would just be a clone of those basically um but uh hey a clone I could be I could be red and I could be the scarlet spider <laughs> <laughs> nice
4: oh, man. But, uh, but
1: but but yeah yeah uh, but yeah it would just be Spider-Man and then like everyone would would like look down at, at look down at me as for being an unoriginal name <laughs> I think that's that's what would happen and a repaint yeah repaint yeah <laughs> exactly
0: um i i mean like again like panda was kind of what i was leaning towards uh, but um it, maybe like an i uh maybe i never kind of maybe just a black bear or a grizzly bear
4: mm-hmm.
0: i am i am a a large queer man so bear kind of works for that <laughs> um polar bear I, I'd rather go grizzly bear than polar bear. Oh, God. polar bear kind of connects to my childhood more, though, because I, I had these two stuffed animals, a panda bear and a polar bear, and they were brothers in our storylines, and so maybe polar bear, yeah. But you already have that in the show. Well, um, hold on. I,
3: huh?
2: I was going to say, that I think there are panda bear, grizzly bear hybrids. Like, No, like
3: Ridiculous. not panda. There were pol- they're polar no, bear, oh, brown polar, bear
2: hybrids. Polar bear... Okay, yeah. That's, that's
3: what I meant. They're genetically compatible.
1: Isn't a polar bear black bear hybrid just a panda bear?
0: No, I think it'd be more I think I'd be a brown bear to be honest because they're a little bit more they're, they're less vicious and angry as grizzlies and I'm a pretty chill bro. Oh which is God. whatever
2: reason we pandas. So, so um, Wait, wait, wait. I just want th- I was looking up Grizzly polar bear hybrids, and some of the names for it are absolutely awesome. Like Pizzly bear, Polizzly bear, Prizzly bear, Prizzly grizzly. Those are pretty cute. <laughs> not a lock. Um, maybe like Ursatron for the
1: name. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> um, that's not that's not that bad. That that that, oh. that actually you know for a, for coming up on the spot that works better than Spider Man. Um,
0: uh, let's see. Yeah, maybe something like that, or
1: like Ursa Major. Just call him that, like straight up. Just Ursa <laughs> You, you know, I was, I was thinking one, one, uh, and this one. I'm not sure if this would be me, but like this would be an idea for one. You could have a liger, and it was be named Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Napoleon goes into the war and beast thing too. So <laughs> it works. <laughs>
3: And then and then Again. just make a Zoids reference.
2: Uh.
0: and uh we got another question here from Dark Primus on the Penny Arcade forums and he asks if you could choose one character from the first season toy line to be added to the show who would you want it, who would you want and why?
3: I think Didn't you guys already answered this one with the polar bear. I'm almost
0: I'm almost positive we answered this one already yeah, yeah. but yeah, like I feel I bad think, about that. I'm sorry, dark.
2: Sorry, dark. Primus. Listen to one of our earlier episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. listen to the show yeah, before you write in. Yeah, and I think I the one Jerk. I suggested was that uh, that hawk and and shark combo fuser.
0: Yeah, and I I picked uh, the the bolt the wolf guy. I can't remember what his name was, but he was a wolf dude. So I think um, maybe question... Joe can answer it though, because Joe wasn't on that episode. Hold on, hold on. so so well, I, I think I, the only toys this. I
3: saw from the Beast Wars line were the ones that were already characters in the show.
1: See, cause cause uh, cause that, that, I think that if we, if I take this question a little bit differently, cause you said the diffusers and stuff, he said like specifically from the first series. Yeah. So like of those early so, toys and like, so like, yeah, definitely polar claw. Uh, I, I, I always wanted to be in the show because I had the toy and I hated that. I didn't, that I, you know, that he wasn't in the show. Uh huh. Um,
0: well, and again, for me, Wolfang, who is just a normal, like, yeah. again, like, I, I still like him. But if I was trying to pick another one, I mean, I don't really know the other ones. I'm trying to think here. Yeah. Um, maybe that beetle I had that was a Happy Meal one. Yeah. that I had him? <laughs> I had
4: that one,
2: too. <laughs> okay, so let's see. TFWiki to the rescue. It actually does show the uh, the uh, toy line, like, uh... Coming, coming out. So there was, let's see, there was the bad Optimus Primal, Rat Trap, Cheater, Razor Beast, which was like a warthog character in Dinobot, and then there was the Megatron, uh, crocodile thing, Tarantulas, Iguanus, Waspinator, I'm and Terror. Taking that one. What Iguanus?
3: Yeah, I had a cartoon. Cool. I had an iguana
2: cartoon character I used to draw. He looks pretty cool too, because he's like a, one of the frilled, frilled iguana things. Uh, but then there's also I think that is the so, so those are the those are the five dollar ones. The yeah,
1: but then that like was the... also
2: the first series, and then there's, there's transmetals the... and transmetals two. But I can't find. Oh here, wait, that might be because
1: it. it's like I think there were deluxe, mega, and ultra, and the the mega was was uh, and polar claw, and uh, right U- ultra was was.
4: Megatron, Megatron and Optimus, Tr- so, Tr- so trans- Delu- I think the
1: deluxe ones is the is the ones that were the ten dollars ones that like had
2: Rhinox. Um, oh, there was a manta manta ray one from uh from the from the McDonald's toy line before. Uh, <laughs> that that See, is I a think neat think little posted. yes. <laughs> it just says I like Optimus Rod- like Primal, and it's a it's a lion, which
0: I mean, whatever Optimus already has dibs on but i just like how i mean i don't want to like i, Carson, I, I can just Arnold. imagine
3: him singing i just can't wait to be king
0: well there's a cub <laughs> version of the same character too i'll link that no nope. and um yeah i'm gonna link it and um <laughs> oh okay um, so there was definitely an
2: uh in wave two
4: one looks exactly a, the same
0: looks like an adult line though so i, I don't really know, know how that works but i was I gonna know. say I, I before you do that sorry yeah i like how this rodimus primal dude like sorry to be an artist i'm not trying to harsh on you too bad. But it's literally just Rodimus Prime with a, a lion ass and head on his shoulders. <laughs> like it's literally just the exact same
1: design. <laughs> it's,
3: it's, it's someone just learning to draw.
1: I know. Yeah, you're so, a jerk. Just like the guy that, wrote that <laughs> just like the guy that wrote that question that hadn't listened to the episode. He's a jerk too. Will,
0: this person will never hear this podcast. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm well, sure they with get your better they listeners,
1: is,
3: you don't think this guy's part of it.
2: I don't. <laughs> so let's see. There was an armadillo guy that came out as this well.
3: Baboon looks pretty awesome.
2: Sorry. No, I'm I'm just trying to wait. Where where is the baboon?
3: I'm I'm like looking. I just like typed in. Uh, uh, I think just yeah, Beast Wars toy line. Of course, I misspelled or corrected to something different, but uh, it I was giving me Beast Wars toys, and there's one that looks like a blue baboon.
2: Ah. Oh man, like, okay, so like, if you count as like, uh, first series, like, was the ones that came out in 96, because there's like, ones that came out in 96, then 97, then like 98 is when the the Fusers were first introduced, and Transmetals and stuff like that, so if you're just counting the 96 ones, uh, some of the interesting things that came out that aren't in this show are... Like I said, an armadillo character. Uh, Insecticon, which is a stag beetle. A snapper, a snapping turtle. Um, Let's see. Wolfang, like you said, was uh, also there. There was Buzzsaw, which was a wasp, but a redeco of Waspinator and Tigatron, which was also was a recoloring of Cheetor. Um, And then there was the um, McDonald's, uh, Happy Meal toys, which was like the Beetle, the Manta Ray, a Panther, a Rhino, and something called Iron Under Three that was uh, that just says Lion Head.
1: Oh, the Under Three. So yeah. that's the Under, under Three, three
2: toys. toys for kids that are oh, under three. Oh, that's what they meant. Okay.
1: Yeah, no small choking parts and you know sharp edges or anything.
2: Oh my God, he's he's been in comics. What the Lion Head? Under three has fit in, <laughs> in <politics. laughs> oh, and he has a combined rewards car- character. Oh my god!
1: It's probably probably <laughs> it was probably like a parody or something, or or yeah, you know, weird fanon or whatever. Uh, so you know, Buzzsaw is you know, I I think I mentioned I had him and and I it annoyed me that he wasn't Waspinator. If they introduced him into the show, he could be like Waspinator's buddy. And they could just, like, they'd be friends and then both get, like, destroyed. Like, they'd, they could, uh,
4: like, they'd be like, oh, we're gonna,
1: we're gonna, I got this idea. We're gonna take down, yeah, well, yeah, like Team Rocket, but, like, we're gonna take down the the Maximals with this little trick that I just figured out, and we'll do it without telling Megatron, and then he'll be so excited about how great we are.
3: Oh, so they're squatting baboo. Yeah,
1: squatting baboo. Yeah,
0: that's. that's. <laughs> I, I was just thinking it would be kind of funny because Buzzsaw sounds a little more threatening than Waspinator. But so I just imagine, like, he's smarter than Waspinator and he pretends to be Waspinator's friend, but really he's just getting him into shit all the time. Kind no, of so like their headcanon. I was going to say, their head headcanon <laughs> for sk- bulk Skull in uh, a Teenage of Attitude. <laughs> but more overt, where it's like clearly he's like, oh, come on, Waspinator. Like, Megatron will be so happy if you do that. Oh, oh or idea. he's, or maybe yeah. they're
1: not friends. Maybe uh, he's. It's the. It's a. It's a different dynamic. They look the same, and everybody mixes them up, oh and God. he's <laughs> super offended about that.
3: <laughs> or, or one is very aggressive, and the other is very passive.
1: Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So,
2: did, you, did we get any more questions, Jordan, or was that it? No, that was that was it. I couldn't. Couldn't find any or dig up a few.
0: That's okay. Just remember so let's try to
2: send us questions, yes, just know, email they-
0: us, and so they don't have to be about or tweet us or um put on the
1: Facebook group and they don't have to be about Beast Wars or Transformers, they can be whatever. Yeah. And yeah. um I mean there's only so many questions you can ask. I think that's why we that's what we found by uh arbitrarily getting the same question twice in what, <laughs> what how many episodes have we had?
2: Uh this is Shoot, I was trying to remember what one, two, three, four,
1: it. five. Is this the seventh episode? Sixth episode. Sixth episode.
3: Okay, so so yeah, I should also mention that like I sent my first question was like, okay, what's everyone's uh, what's everyone's self-insert Transformers, and then tonight <laughs> we also got
1: the hey, everyone, what would you pick? <laughs> <laughs> so so both the questions we've already answered.
2: Okay, yeah.
0: okay great, to so you know, know this, that there's a, the there's a lot of...
1: differently though.
2: They <laughs> were, yeah, like, we, we answered we answered them in a in a slightly different way. That's all you
4: can um, do. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of that's I think, the kind I think of thing that'll
0: This, that tar- get this, re- re- this um, re- other guy here, that um, what was his name? Dark Primus. I I, I assume he wasn't the listener and was just making a question on the thread. Just to, like, yeah, like well,
3: he's a, a big he's a big uh, Transformers fan. Yeah. Okay,
1: well then he's not a jerk. I you know
3: that's fine. <laughs> back. he had he had the uh, he's had rotating uh, Optimus Prime uh, avatar sig combos. For as long as i've known him
1: well he clearly knows more about transformers than i do so yeah <laughs> i
3: mean, one i remember one distinctly was a pregnant uh, uh optimus prime or like megatron <laughs> or something which was a which yeah, was amazing, amazing. <laughs> and it great. just stuck around forever and then he changed it to something else and he changed it back <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know um, I, I, I loved if he did that for like maybe like one one day and people was like why why are you back to that and he's like what do you mean I never changed it just start, <laughs> to start everyone.
3: so so dark premise if you're listening you know I appreciated that like five <laughs> years ago or however long ago that was
0: and um, if you are listening like try to check out other episodes we have because you might, you might enjoy the podcast yeah <laughs> Um, and where do you, where can you find those You can find them on Audio Entropy, an independent podcast collective. That's audioentropy.com. We've got podcasts like Digimon, Digital Moncast, We've got HM96 podcast. Let me tell you about Evangelion. Let me tell you about Homestuck, Let's Place, Teenagers of Attitude, Totally Reprise, and our own cast Warren Beast, <laughs> which you've been listening to.
1: And all along I the just, watchtower. Did you say yeah. HM96? I did. Yes, that was okay. the second one I
0: mentioned. Um, I know we're more coming in soon. Uh, the ones i listed are simply the ones on our front page. I'm not sure if uh, you mentioned all on the Watchtower.
1: Yeah, that, that's on. That's, that's a that's, that's a Bob okay. Dylan rewatch podcast, right?
3: That's that's a it's a DCAU rewatch podcast. That'd so, be interesting all, if you all did all a DC Minute Universe.
1: If you did a rewatch Ooh. podcast of like all of Bob Dylan's filmed concerts.
0: Oh yes, I've, 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 I think I've, I think I've heard about. All on the Watchtower and some of the other podcasts, but uh, not on the main page here. But gets up there. But
1: is it on they, the? Is it yeah, on the network? I thought it was. I'm just honestly, like, I'm, some some honestly, I actually, honestly, were... not
3: sure. I think it was. Oh. It was spawned from the same forum, which I assumed oh. means it defaults to uh, <laughs> in the same network. But maybe it's not.
2: Yeah, I mean, regardless, well, yeah, give yeah, it a like listen because it. it sounds cool. Yeah. I love DC
3: animated universe.
2: I, I was going to ask if they had mentioned anything about Teen Titans Go yet.
3: Uh, no, the, the I've only listened to the first episode so far, the okay. second one's in my queue, and they're just going through the pilot episodes of every DC animated show in that continuity. Um, so well, Teen Titans might not be that. on it, because Teen Titans wasn't part of the AU, right. like the animated certainly universe. Not, wasn't. Certainly so
1: it, not Teen Titans Go.
3: <laughs> it would probably be in discussion at some point. They're going to get to it, but they... they uh, covered um, uh, on leather wings which is the first episode of Batman the animated series and then featuring Man less Bat, some, right lesson of yep exactly that was a weird way to start that show um, <laughs> but it was great and I then, still uh, love
2: that uh, nearly him episode like it, I think it won awards in it but that's still like one of my favorite animated series episodes I threw a rock at him,
1: rock at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, I got I got
3: I, the, that, the, was, the that was that was my set of the animated series. It's really great.
1: I yeah. really, really wanted uh Killer Croc in Suicide Squad to say I threw a rock at him at some point. Oh my god, I am have been so good. It would have it would have oh, made that movie attention. not terrible.
3: So um I'll end up watching that movie eventually. I just I just wasn't gonna contribute to its box office.
1: It's, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It just, it needed to be, it, DC needed it to be great. And it was not great. It was incredibly mediocre.
0: I, I, again, it's another movie that I wanted to see and I couldn't because of where I live. Mm. But, um, Joe, do you have anything? I live in a small town in like BC. It's like, uh, it's actually semi, I mean, it's not like super obscure. It's Nelson. Uh, Nelson, I don't, I don't know. the Kootenays? Yeah, probably not. I'm just saying. You
1: don't know your. You don't know your, your British know con- it. Columbia ge- geography. Someone listening. I, like, I know
3: Vancouver it. and it's like not, some of the yeah, surrounding yeah, yeah. areas, and like that's. I'm exactly. in
1: mean, the opposite side of the continent from you. Okay. Oh, so yeah, yeah. you're, you're so, Canadian too? Okay, you might actually know geography then. Okay.
0: Well, yeah, we're a small town, and we have a community-driven theater. Like the theater is not like corporate. That's so right. We only we only get like. Uh, a, a couple films a weekend, and we have. And unless there's something really big like Civil War or Star Wars, Star Wars lasted for like a whole month. Um, they only last for the one weekend, and then they move it in for another one because there's only one screen.
3: So, yeah, it, indie indie uh, theaters are really great. Like, it's nice to have a mainstream theater to see the big movies, but you do get stuff at indie theaters you wouldn't get anywhere. Yeah, other,
1: it's true. Places. Yeah, there's a,
3: there's two of them here in Atlanta, which is and they're like walking distance from each other, which is very fortunate.
1: We've got um, we've got two we've got two indie theaters that like specialize in like art housey stuff and then we've got two independent theaters that are a little bit more mainstream and like and but like you know they're like a small independently run thing so they do special things and then we got uh, about like a million of the mainstream ones so if uh, if I want to see a movie there's probably one starting in ten minutes mm-hmm. which is nice because I live in the big. <laughs> in the big metropolis that is Columbus, Ohio.
0: So um, I'm going to let our guest plug stuff first, even though it's not I – mean, I guess it's in alphabetical it order. It is oh, alphabetical. So Joe, do you want to plug anything?
3: <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I'll say if, uh, if anyone was amused at, at my spouting off of random Ghostbusters factoids or if you want to know more about what the hell I'm talking about – uh, you can go to AtlantaGhostbusters dot com. Uh, we're just a costume and prop group. We do a lot of volunteer work. Uh, we do parades and, and uh, charity events and, and things like that, and uh, make a big old spectacle of ourselves. Um, so that's been that's been a, a fun hobby. Um, that's really all I've got. Uh, we a lot of stuff coming up for October though.
2: Great, so. hey, uh, Jordan. Yeah. Um, I think this time I'll just pod my Twitter account and. Because sometimes I actually, I've been using it a little bit more, and I've been, you know, retweeting Warm Beast and Audio Entropy stuff and stuff. Uh, but uh, you can find me at uh, like Dori Mingu, like D O R I underscore M I N G U, on Twitter. So you know, maybe maybe keep an eye on it for when we are asking for questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Kendall
2: oh okay okay because you're the host
1: you're you're outside of the alphabet um yes, I'm the <laughs> it last okay yeah uh, uh at k hallman on twitter k h a l m a n um and i'm not really doing anything else right now i might tweet sometime this week so you should follow me i tweeted cool. about something uh, i don't remember
0: <laughs> um you can catch um uh, my artwork on Danger Chair Studios, uh dangerchair and uh, I tweet at uh John seventy six. Um and with that, uh oh wait, we never actually said what we thought of the episode. Quick 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 review. Oh. Seven out of ten.
2: <laughs> yeah, I it was a little silly and but it had some really good scenes and and uh, I guess dog fighting flying robots. Kendall Joe number ratings.
1: <laughs> number what? ratings. Um, for this for this episode, yeah.
3: uh, I didn't think it was all that good. Uh, what what's so what was the scale? Got, are we five doing? Of, ten out
1: of five ten. Out of ten.
3: Five. Yeah, Three cool, maybe. Cool. <laughs> oh whoa oh wow. So
1: idea. I um, I don't know. I I like the the concept. The execution was. Uh kind of mid mid range. I'd say probably a I think a seven or a seven point three probably. Okay. It loses it would have been an eight point three solid if it wasn't for uh the fact that they randomly decide to blow up the Energon thing. That really that really just took me out of it.
0: Alright. Well with those awkwardly thrown in reviews at the air there. <laughs> I've been John.
1: I've been Joe. I've been Jordan. And I've been Kendall. It's good to be a Predacon. And may the Matrix protect you
3: always. (laughs) May cause crime. (laughs) We're all going to (laughs)
4: die.